So that's, that music fools me every time, Astral. I keep thinking, I see it, I see Journey, and I'm like, hell yeah, let's play some Journey. And I hit it, and it's that. I'm like, this ain't Journey. So give me a minute, man. We'll let it fill up. Hey, uh, anybody can come out and talk. We're just sitting here talking about UAPs and UFOs and cool shit like that. Everyone's welcome to talk about anything, especially MK Ultra abduction, anything along those lines. It's one of my typical space experiencers can tell their stories. You just need to post it up in here, right? So Astro and I held an awesome space. Matter of fact, the space was so good today. One of the reasons I suggested we closed it, Astral, and I'm glad we did, was because we know this subject so much and we argue about it so much. I, I know that was a good normie interview. Like that would bring people into spaces that aren't in spaces doing UFO stuff. Like he's got an audience and I wanted to leave it at that. I was so worried we were going to start talking about abduction and shit like that. And people were going to just get real. And I was like, all right, let's stop this one here. Let's do another one. Right. Cause that shit's legit, but they ain't ready. I'm barely fucking ready. Also, Astro, are you there? Can anyone hear me? Yo, yo. Oh, good. I'm glad because I was worried that I, I went through that whole monologue that I wrote for three hours and no one could hear me. I I forced the uh, old I uh, first forced Shane to do the space because like I wanted to keep the discussion going. I thought it was such a good space with Matt, and uh, I just think his like journalism like that. It's not it. it it goes it's very underappreciated because it's not like biased at all he's not reporting on the uap like whether or not there's aliens or not he's reporting on the lawmakers that are actually like learning about this and pushing for the information to come out so it's like a completely different person it's not like the one fucking ken guy who just had an article out where like he's already got his thoughts and biased and he's writing an article you know based off of that uh, Matt has been doing a lot of work of getting other people's perspectives, uh, you know, the senators um, that are the ones that should be knowledgeable about this topic and uh, getting them on record for what they are actually doing. So I think, man, to talk with him on like what he's been working on and, and the different, um, you know, conversations he's had was really enlightening today. So it was really cool. Yeah, I think we did a great job. I was uh, very happy to, uh, with how that went down, uh, Shane, I, I was sharing your concerns because it, it, we got we do have to keep that in mind, you know. Like it's, uh, I don't know. Uh, there's a stigma out there, and I hate, I hate it. Like I wish I could talk about all the things we talk about with normal people, but it's, uh, it's, it's just not the way it goes. This is a complicated issue, and it's a process, and it's a, it takes time to learn, you know. And I don't know. It's like. It's, it's complicated. It's so hard. It's because I, I want to learn how to talk about this without sounding crazy. And, uh, yeah, there's certain things we should avoid, you know. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I just wanted to echo what Shane was saying. Real quick, you know? too. Check this out, Christian. You're right. And, uh, actually, everybody retweet this space. Astral's giving away $2 million if you retweet this space twice. Really. That's what he said earlier. So check this out. That's so important to me, the message. I had to realize a couple of things too, and it's important to have people like Matt here, people who are just journalists, because again, like for me, I bring, it doesn't matter what I believe, what I know to be true, to some people, that's a whole lot of crazy. So attaching me to any of this topic, right, as a journalist, yeah, I can be a UFO reporter and things like that, and I'm not comparing myself with Matt, but what I'm saying is, 
in 2017, the reason they they're like, hey, Leslie Keen, you know, they kind of said, hey, just hand it off a little bit. It's not because anything he did. It's because of perception. That kind of sucks. I'm realizing that a little bit. I, I bring a whole lot. Hold up. One second. Well, I think just the perspective and the advice that he gave for, you know, independent journalists on how they can help out and um, even advocates for it of how they can contact their representatives of like tying in something local. So he was like, you know, talk about that. Your grandma <laughs> lives in Florida now and uh, that you went to college in Georgia, you know, like you can contact different reps based off of, you know, your uh, tie-ins to the conversation. I think that was a good, valuable piece of advice because a lot of people are looking to, like, how they can help, too. Go ahead, Garrett. Uh, before that, real quick, actually, I was going to say that it's an important point. Just using things like you're a veteran, use that shit. This, that, or the other. If you got leverage of any kind yeah. with a politician that a politician would consider points, they don't give a shit if it's kissing babies or kissing aliens if it gets them the same amount of points. And go ahead, Garrett. Thanks, Shane. What's up, Astro? Um, I just wanted to, and uh, Christian, all you guys, what's up? Um, real quick, uh, props to Shane. wanted to tip the hat to Shane because uh, you've been posting about Dr. Andrea Puhark, and uh, I'm really proud of you for like being brave enough to bark up that tree because I know that's a scary-ass tree to bark up. Um, I also wanted to say the, the name I'm about to mention um, the, the man is deceased, but uh, I don't endorse or agree with everything he says. I just want to make that clear. But I wanted to ask Shane about a guy named Gillis Patrick Flanagan. And if you'd ever heard of this guy, because um, just real quick, yes or no. If you no, so you go ahead, man. Individual. Tell me. Okay. So this guy, again, I'm not endorsing whatever he says. I'm just telling you're you You're safe in here. Read, as long okay? as you're expressing some okay. other research, you're safe. <laughs> okay. And I can send you this too for confirmation, but like he's an inventor or was an inventor. He's passed away. Right. So like, uh, he was an inventor and he was also a child prodigy. Like he had like the things in the paper written about him, about him being super smart. And when he was a kid, he wrote this, uh, he invented this device called the neurophone. And, in the patent for the neurophone, he cites Andrea Puharic uh, and uh, one of his inventions in his uh, uh, patent. And that's, I can send you that. Dude, do it. And, uh, and you know what? He's, he's a really weird guy. I believe it. And uh, just think about this. We're, but we're but, talking about, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I'll, I'll let you keep going. I believe it. Send me that shit for the simple fact that I know they upgraded it and there's multiple ways they did, but all it requires is those electronic waves. And you're right. Look, ain't nobody. Matter of fact, I told my, my boy Ryan, I said, hey, if I give Ryan a follow, I've ever lost followers because I talk about shit like that that's out there that's real. I'm just like, oh, shit. So keep going, man, and do post that or send it. Yeah, I got you. I'll send you the patent or the invention sheet or whatever the fuck you call it. But uh, the other thing about this uh, Flanagan guy is that he wrote a book with this guy named Nick Begick. Do you know? Do you recognize that name? Nick Begick, because uh, that, that's like a political name up in Alaska. No, just keep. Matter of fact, you, you, I may well, recognize so some, but Nick keep Begich, on going. Nick Begick, 
Begich Sr. was, I believe he was a congressman. He was a congressman or senator, but he served up in Alaska, and he was real involved uh, with HARP, and he had a big problem with the development of HARP. And Nick Begich Jr., his son, has written books about HARP and, like, it being some scary-ass shit. I just now, saw some shit like this. Keep going. But I, just, I, I don't know if that's just bunk that they're making up to like keep people on their toes and send people down. There's a whole bunch of reasons you protect stuff. Right. But like, um, I just wanted to send you that particular patent and say that name. Cause I found that one real, uh, interesting. And the more I read about the guy, it just seems like, uh, I'm real interested in the stranger things type shit, you know, like the space kids. I'm, I, I want to know more about that. Um, the Scott Andrews, I think his name was his, I don't know when his book is coming out, but like, uh, that type of stuff seems to be like, not all smoke and mirrors. You know what I'm saying? Like, it seems like there, that there's multiple authors that had said Puharic had his own little school for kids. Um, Jack Sarfati says a hundred percent that they had their own little school for kids and he was hell yeah he was a, in a, gifted. a member of one of them right he was gifted. so like um i want to know more about that type of stuff dude and uh i just wanted to say Garrett, like, stop, stop hats stop. off shane you're doing a great job okay somebody paying you dude because literally it's like someone wrote a script and said ask shane all of this shit right here seriously yeah, you just you- you just you just blew Shane up right now. Like he's ready to go. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm, I'm going to talk about this here in a second, but I, I'm having this is like a reality bender for me. I, I'm sitting here in my head. This is what I deal with. I'm like, all right, is he a plant? Because he literally would it, every keyword that he just said, everything he just said is me, and it's what I've been talking about, and it's the stuff that I've been leaning on. And then he's giving me more information that I don't have, and so I'm like, wait, who sent him? People or aliens? <laughs> who sent him? Right. So, yeah, dude, I didn't mean to interrupt you, dude. It's just like, hell yeah, this shit's real. People aren't ready for it. Wait, somebody's going to take this shit, man, because I'm trying to figure out what's going on right now. It's the synchronicities. Or we're in a yeah. simulation, and I'm in a, and I'm just getting crazy. Sorry, Gary. Well, no. But that's a, that's a good point. Uh, what you were saying, Shane, like, who gave – is it me or is it just a side effect of everybody that gets into this topic and it's on to something uh, important, something legit that like synchronicities and even uh, even surveillance and weird, just weird things like start happening. Is that a side effect of when you get into this topic? Does that happen to everybody? What do you guys think about that? Let me ask you this. Oh, you really, Damn, I don't know. How real I want to be with some of this. Part of the reason, like I literally don't give a shit about followers, none of that shit. It's about the experience. I get all that kind of shit, right? But for me, it's about message. And as I bleed followers, I realize people aren't getting all the message or the real message or message from people who are actually living it. And it affects me in a way because I fail at some of these things, right? So this topic, these things we were just discussing. Sometimes synchronicities play such a role in my life. One of the reasons I'm going to home base, right? I met the coolest doctor last year, less than a year. That's one of the reasons it's taken a little longer. I haven't even been there that long. And when I went, I did my first podcast, Astral. I was actually on it with Mike, Mind Escape. And then I started our, my first podcast shortly after. I had an experience prior. This keeps going, right? None of that matters. 
the synchronicities line up in such a way, like even now, as far as I am along, everything I know about Hanford, Yakima Valley, what I see and what's been reported for years, I even today, actually lately, I've been dealing with, I'm asking myself, am I making this stuff up? Is this stuff in my head? Because sometimes the synchronicities, and I don't even want to call it a synchronicity, man, because nobody's ready for what I, this kind of shit, right? Some of the things that I most people would say is a synchronicity, I don't see as a synchronicity. It liter- It feels like a control system, like someone, and I don't know who, what, where, what, none of that matters, could be accidental the universe, right? Is picking stuff up and placing it down and saying, hey, you need to see this shit because it's a piece to something I was missing or this or that that leads me to an exact point. And I know it's easy to see synchronicities from a point and look back on all of them. That's not what I'm doing. When I'm talking about the synchroni- seeing a synchronicity or something that's happened, that you're like, what the fuck? Immediately, that light goes off. Everything pieces together. You take that to someone else, and they're like, what the fuck? You know, for no real reason. I'll give you one example. I posted a video. I think it was of the uh, BD Corporation a long time ago about some of their uh, plans for reverse engineered tech. Well it would look like a cloud. I couldn't piece all this shit together in my head. I had all the diagrams, the info, and I couldn't understand. As a matter of fact, I reached out to Chris Lato, kind of help understanding. I'm not a scientist, guys. And instead, I got kind of fucking laughed at like I was trying to get clout. I was like, dude, I'm trying to get you to follow me so I can message you, bro, because you're a pilot. So fuck whatever. Anyway, I don't know why I threw my bitch in there. Disregard the bitch. Anyway, so... I start just kind of stewing on it, let it force it in my head somewhere like everything else. Wake up at like three something in the morning, turn on my TV, and I, I do not watch TV except for I will watch witness UFO videos and stuff and transcribe them, try to figure out what's going on, part of this shit, right? And I, I look at the screen and there's recommending there's a blue sky, there's a cloud, no fucking name, just a date. The date's the day before. No metadata, nothing like that, just right? And I'm like, Hey, what the fuck? Cloud, huh? And I kind of click, so I click on it. And that bitch happens to be exactly what I needed. Exactly what I needed to put together in my head, what, what I was looking at, what, what I, you know, I, I thought it was. So then I take that, and I show that to someone, and they're even like, what the fuck? So here's where I struggled. This, man, people would think I'm leaning. I actually said, because I know, I know MK Ultra has had the ability, whatever you want to call it, to put shit in people's heads, thoughts, things like that. I, I'm i not questioning who's doing it. I'm Well, actually, I am. I'm questioning who's doing it is what I am. I, I can't understand some of these. They don't feel like synchronicities. They feel like someone's literally throwing shit at me. And there it is. Because if I don't fucking see it, it, it's almost impossible, right? And I can't talk about it because guess what happens? I've actually talked about this and started being real. You lose Friends, followers, whatever. Like I said, it's not about the followers. I don't understand it. It's still going on. So it's either my choice is this. Even if I quit this fucked up subject, aliens don't quit me. I quit the other day for the 15th billion time. And I saw fucking like 15, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, two days after I quit again, right? And so what do I do? They're not going to stop. Do I say, hey, guys, give me a fucking pill? (laughs) Or no, no. Or do I say, hey, just let's pretend. That's what I struggle with. No, every time I quit, I'm like, oh, shit, I can't stop because they don't. I can't fucking pretend, and I don't even know what to do about it because I talk about it, and guess what? 
No one will take me seriously for the stuff I want to be taken seriously about. Reporter shit, right? Uh, you kind of lose everything and do not gain a fucking thing as for my past. So this has been a shit show from the get-go. I don't know how I got on my soapbox, Astro, but I'm going to blame you. Go ahead, Garrett. Save me, bro. Yeah, dude, I just wanted to say that, like, this shit is not easy, for one, and uh, you're doing a great job, and you're doing what you can, and uh, you got to realize, bro, like, I'm talking to you in this space because you talked loud enough to get me to hear you, dude. Like, you shared enough shit, even though it seems like nobody's sharing something or something gets one retweet or two likes or, like, dude, I still hear you. We all hear you. We see you. And like we, I fucking appreciate you, bro. Like, keep trying mm. your best. Dude, I need that. And like, uh, don't worry about don't worry about how many followers you have, dude. Like, just be yourself. And uh, the second I see people not being themselves is when I see them start to fall off. And uh, I just, bro, and I appreciate you the other day being so real with. And uh, just like I'm, I'm so proud of you, bro. I'm gonna keep hyping you up if you don't mind. Um, but like, I just, uh, I think you're, you're saying a lot of real positive shit for veterans and, uh, you're just being real loud in a lot of real good ways. And, uh, I like, yeah, I'm just feeling the love dude. So like, keep doing your thing. Dude, let me tell you this, Garrett. Actually, this is the synchronicity shit that I'm talking about. I've been wavering. I just told Dashwell in my quit for the billionth time. Reason being, I don't feel like, fuck, how do I? It's even, I even talked about doing this shit like on a podcast and shit, but it's so hard for me to talk about because I kind of feel like I'm Timmy. Like I'm tolerated for things I've done, the good things I've done in the past sometimes, right? But I'm loud, right? I, I, my message is on point. I put my time into it, right? I, but I also understand I bring a fuckload of crazy to this topic. And so I've been swavering, struggling back and forth like, dude. You're the last thing the topic needs, actually. You need to get as far away from people like David or anyone that wants to be taken seriously because your baggage, your experience, dude, the people around you that should believe you didn't believe you. So I'm even today, three years in, questioning my shit, man. If my experience is real, sometimes it sucks. Three years of that shit, dude. No. Oh, I done has got more questions. I, I see it as opposite, though, bro. I see it as you, like, almost paving the way so that somebody that like Grush can be able to talk about if he's had experiences, and that's that's what I wonder. If there was one question, is I would almost figure that he has had some sort of experience, not like a UFO like sighting or anything, but maybe like those synchronicities or a dream of some sort. And I think you. Uh, talking about it so that people that are on the fence about coming out and talking about it or or even approaching those topics like even if you're going at it from like a bull in a china shop you're still opening up the 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 avenue for people to talk about you know very personal type of experiences that they've had with relation to uaps and i think that's really the key to me i'll say one more thing too about this i'm going to collect myself to take over so look the phenomenons literally took fucking everything from me to the point that I don't have one person that I could literally be 100% real with about everything I think because I have to worry about how they'll judge me. And you know, for someone who literally tried their hardest to be normal, clean their fucking life up and be just fit in, I didn't ask for this fucking shit. I sure as fuck have no clue what it is. 
and there's no one to call. That's the best part. It feels like you're drowning slowly sometimes, right? And it doesn't mean it's bad. You're being, this has happened. What I'm saying is this. Spend three years swapping between realities, what's real and what's not, and then things happen to make you realize some of the crazier stuff may be real, and it's constant bending. Because if it doesn't bend, it breaks. Bro, there's no place. I'm trying to get back to home base for a reason. There's no fucking place for us. This is so niche. I, I quit the other day, dude. Aliens brought me back. I say that, but I saw 15 of something at 2 p.m. Here's the fucked up part. This is so niche. And you're right. I'm so fucking loud. If this is all I can do is be loud about this niche topic, that means there's other people in there. And that's also why I probably TMI on my fucking Twitter. I leave it so people know I fuck up. This is exactly what you're getting is literally go to the start of my Twitter. You're getting a guy who's going through it, trying to figure out who the fuck he is, what the fuck is going on around him. If he's real, if it's real, it's all there one day at a time. And I'm awkward and weird because of it, because I don't know anything else but this fucked up Twitter. How? Dude, I'm going to say this, man. I'm not bitching. You take your life. You, 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 you make lemonade. I don't know anyone that has the life that I do, and I don't mean that in a good way. Like, literally, the only thing I know is because of what I was dealing with prior was UFOs. The only people I know, same, UFO Twitter. And then on top of that, it doesn't stop. And because of that, you have a choice. You shut the fuck up and get people to take you seriously and see it's something else in a loon, or you keep talking about what's going on around you. And the opposite happened. That shit's fucked me up. And I promise you, dude, I've been, my depression at this point, it's because, and I know this isn't the case, but it literally feels like aliens aren't a good thing. They came this entire way. Now, please bear with me. This is just one giving you the real. It literally feels like I've been dragged this entire way because of my trauma. So they could witness me fail things over and over that are insurmountable, but they kept throwing in front of me and I keep attempting. So they could feed off that fucking shit because I can't make any sense of the other way. And like everything I touch this turns to shit and I'm not sure what the fuck I'm doing, right? It's like, get the fuck out of my life already. Yo, that's probably a little bit. Yeah. Sorry about that, guys. I've been dealing with some Dude, shit. I feel you. I, I feel you so much. Like, uh, and I think you might be on something with the trauma thing. But, uh, Shane, I wanted to say this. Uh, uh, the first book I bought on UFOs was uh, Secret Machines. And I didn't understand any of it. And I was like, dude, Tom DeLong lost his fucking mind. I mean, I still love the guy, but, like, he's he's gone, you know? Like, I, I didn't, and I just didn't understand it. Uh, now, I'm, like, dying to understand a second uh, a fire within. Uh, it's still a little bit complicated. I still don't know what the fuck is going on. Uh, and, uh, you know, I wish I could talk to Tom DeLon, but obviously that's not going to happen. But my point is that if this topic progresses the way we expect it to, and hopefully it will, and I'm not sure, uh, it's, we're making a lot of progress where the, we're going to go, it's, I don't know. But, uh, you know, it's going to be people like you that are going to be there to, uh, to be there for people with questions. So right now, you might be losing followers. People might think you're crazy, whatever. But, like, in the future, you know, 
I don't know, man. Like he could be like super important, like a, in a person, a person that guides people. You know what I mean? Because that's that's what's happened to me. Like uh, with uh, a lot of people that I thought were crazy, and it's more more importantly, you have a balance. Like you, like you were saying earlier, like you, you're not you're not crazy, bro. You're not crazy because you know how to act. You know. How like when we were with Matt Laszlo, you know that you know what I mean. There's people that, that they're just can't help it, and like they just talk about. They don't have a filter. They don't know when and how. You're you're there, bro. You're important, and you're doing God's work out here. That's all I got, man. Yeah, I appreciate that, and I'm more collected. I'm sorry, guys. It's just I can promise you. Actually, uh, if you go check, I posted some shit about trauma with a photo. I don't remember that from the other day. Me, reason being, I was coming back to Yakima Valley. Second time this has happened. When I've left, this place is so traumatic. I have literal fucking trauma. Not from what happened after the experience. From my shit, right? Doesn't mean it's them. I assumed it was people. And everyone thought I was schizophrenic because drones were following me everywhere. So this place fucks me up so bad. <laughs> Who can I tell this? Oh, no one? Hey, go ahead. Hey, how do I, how do I say your name? I'm sorry. I, I want to make sure I get it right, too. Because... Little Miss, is that what I'm calling you, Little Miss? No, yeah, Morpho. Morpho's fine. Right. Um, yeah, um, yeah. I just want to say that, like, I know because of like movies and things like that that have gone into the subject, like specifically the movie Red which stands for Retired Extremely Dangerous, they go into detail about the process that the military goes through of trying to mock people who are veterans who have experienced stuff um, as dangerous when they're not. They just have experienced stuff. They've you know, come back with trauma from things that they've seen, you know, and, and they try to make them out to be crazy. And it's so sad because, like, what we're seeing even with David Grush lately is really, really low because trying to resort to saying, oh, he had one drunken escapade where something happened and he had one bout where he was close to committing suicide. Like, the guy has obviously been through some stuff, but he was still given clearance to do work and continue work and he did that and you know his experiences are valid your experiences Shane are valid and you know when it comes to even like followers and stuff like that you were talking about followers and yeah let's be clear I don't even give a shit about thing. followers unless it's about message because again I see people spitting messages that I'm like I do get jealous in that aspect like I don't mean to interrupt you, by the way. They're just they're spitting a message. They'll say they got 10,000 people. I'm like, they do not need to be hearing this shit because it's not legit. I should correct myself. It's not about followers for me because, granted, I'm super yeah. popular with my dogs. 
<laughs> well, yeah, like followers don't really matter. What matters is who you make contact with. I found like I recently made contact with Penny Shepherd, um, Shepherd out on Twitter, and Penny is allegedly, at least from what she says, I don't know how true it is or, or what, but she claims that she is the 11 that they talk about in the show Stranger Things. The real person that that character was based on. And I found some of her stuff on YouTube, I looked into it, and it's fascinating stuff because she goes into detail about how the guy who was doing the MK Ultra experiments on um, all those kids and all that kind of thing, um, like the Montel Project, I think, was part of it as well. Like, she goes into detail about the guy in real life that was the father in that show. I um, yeah, I believe. You mean, uh, you're probably talking about the same ones we're discussing right now. Actually, me and Garrett were talking about earlier, right? So, the Montauk chair, all of this, that's what that's based yes. on. Yes, I agree. And I'll tell you... There may be variations and things that may differ, but I can promise you this. If you don't think that we graduated the whole Cosmere of Mirrors into something of our own development, like the Montauk chair and use programs like Project Pegasus, Project Superman, things like this, MK Ultra, which MK Ultra has variations, Alpha, Beta, uh, and all these others, right? Some of them have to do with biology. Some have to do with chemistry and things like that. So, hell yes, I think that shit's legit. It probably is based on... What, uh, who were we talking about earlier, Garrett? Uh, I'm going to say his name wrong, too. I don't, I, don't think, I don't think that what she just mentioned is what we were talking about with Puharik um, oh. and what's been written about and confirmed. What she's talking about, the Montauk Project, is a different conspiracy theory. Yeah, 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 with the Montauk. And, uh, what I mean is it's, this. It's, what I mean is this. I think Stranger Thing, the whole psychic phenomenon, because the other thing that Montauk chairs were used for was to enhance that psychic ability... You had mentioned the space kids, and you had also mentioned, you know, like that whole thing, right? All of this is based on one thing. Sure, but I don't know what was going on in those. I, I can only speculate what was going on in those schools. Let's speculate. Yeah, we can only speculate. And I don't want to attribute sinister stuff where it's not needed. Well, I'm not attributing because we because have what I want enough to say of that this, already. Bro, I, yeah, I was definitely. trying to give you guys credit. What I'm saying is this those programs, regardless of what we think, and you're right, there's. There's conspiracy. There's all this shit intertwined, tied into them. There's truth in there. One of the things I do know is this. The base level for MK Ultra to get a brainwash, to get anything, psi abilities, is trauma. You had to do trauma. But that changed later on when health technology, these waves came in, right? And you could do these different things. Now, these graduate to something. Doesn't mean the Montauk chair is used in all of them. But there's different programs, Pegasus. Uh, Superman, things like that. What I'm saying is, I think as they build on one and learn, for example, MK Ultra learns this one thing. They keep incorporating it into every new thing until they've got something. 
That that's all I mean. I think I'm. It's a huge umbrella, right? So they base that on what was kind of going on. Literally giving kids superpowers, the ability to do what. Some of the kids talk about manifesting things. If you go read, uh, I think it's Ert, Yuri. Yeah, I think it's Yuri, which he wrote. And he talks about, some of these space kids talk about actually manifesting things. They're jumping three floors up and down. So I'm just kind of mixing and complexing. So I apologize, Garrett. I wasn't attributing shit to you. I got you. I got you. And just, I got you, I, yeah. I'm also familiar with that book. And just my personal belief is that they were more than likely abusing the kids and not giving oh, them no, 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 no. Let me and be clear about this. I, I agree with like, that. Matter of fact, two of the individuals associated with it were abusing me fuck out of kids they have nothing to do with it all i'm saying is real montauk chair in my opinion and some of the things that happened there something crossing over a beast perhaps but and that like make enhancing the ability but no i agree i'm glad you said that let's correct that what's out there about the montauk uh the two individuals maybe you can correct the name because i'm not gonna be able to say their names i know for a fact one of them was saying he was deprogramming the montauk boys I don't need to tell you what he was doing in a dark room with those poor boys that were already fucked up, right? Open eye, go ahead. What's up, buddy? Well, uh, I'm glad that news came out in South America, America like Peru, whatever, but you got to understand this stuff has been going on a long time, y'all. They just, these, uh, these human beings got fed up with it. You know, they got sick and tired, you know, and then uh, they screamed and yelled and everything. And, and you know, it's ha a lot of things that's happened. And I heard someone reporting about the uh, reporting of it, that Peru is actually really head on, you know, they head on, you know, after it. But the CNN news and our news people, they're backpedaling. They're being paid not to report about no alien abductions at all. Nonsense. See, this, what you're talking about, nonsense. It's nonsense to say that our entire media outlet, entirety of our media sources are corrupt and they're all being bribed. That, the, the fact that we're having this space at all is evidence contrary to what you're saying. The Peru stuff has been yeah, very they don't, weakly, very they weakly don't supported, sir. And uh, I just wanted to know what evidence you have before you continue wasting everyone's time. Well, I'm not human, okay? I've been attacked by aliens, and I've been abducted by aliens, and I've been screaming and hollering out here in the wilderness. And you know what? I don't get front-page news, but some fucking people in Peru does, you know? I've been telling Twitter and uh, uh, Astro and, and everybody on Twitter what's going on with me. I don't think you know who I am. Yeah, Garrett, so you need to God be quiet it. before you, Garrett. You need to be quiet before check it out. you Listen, start speaking open to eye, me. Knock it off, guys. We got to be nice. Listen. Oh, Garrett, you need to learn when you're talking to Open Eye. He fights the fucking moon war for us, and I can promise you this, ain't nobody else going to fight that shit. And Garrett, I get completely what you were saying. You're right. In here, let's try to throw some matter of fact, here's what we're going to do. You want to talk about some stuff and you want to defend that shit with your life in this room? You throw it in the thread. Whatever evidence you think you got that you can prove to us that it's real. And you're going to retweet the space while you're at it because, again, you know, this is all about the, I guess, gifts and shit, right? That's what I'm getting paid in. So, yeah, I didn't mean to interrupt you guys. I just want to stop some shit before it got spired out of control. I didn't need any damn dolls made up and pins put through my head by open eye. Yeah, well, open eye. My, my bad if I offended you. Uh, just be safe, man, and have a good night, and I'm going to drop down to listener.
Yeah, I'm a scientist, dude. I've been doing research on everything. I mean, uh, quantum physics. I mean, uh, alien implants. I mean, that's the last thing I've been doing. I actually finished the work of Roger Lear, but I was way more advanced than Roger Lear uh, than he ever was, you know. And I figured out a lot of stuff. You could, you could put a subject underwater, like baptism of water, and the implants would quit working. You could put them in a Faraday cage, it would quit working. You could put them in a suit, wear, wearing a suit, it, it would stop it. And another thing is quantum entanglement, if someone else is captured and they put alien implants in them, it affects, like, whatever affects me, if the alien implants in me, it's happening to all of y'all, too. You see, that's I what agree. quantum entanglement is. Let me ask you this. Where are you at right now, bro? What, what, what are you investigating right now? Well, I've been doing uh, alien implants. Where at, though? I'm um, saying, usually you're stomping ground, boots on the ground, doing something Bigfoot somewhere. I mean, last time we were in Vernal at the same damn time, we just missed each other. So what? What do you? where are you investigating? Well, I'm in, I'm, I'm in Oregon. I've been going into the water. I walk into the water, and I found out that the alien implants would quit working. And what happened, it, what happened, what's happening on, I've been observing this stuff. These the spirits are losing their leg, okay? They would lose their leg, and it, the leg would go to someone else. So they saw the leg leave and come back to them when I do the water, you know, go in the water, you know, to stop the alien implant stuff. And he saw who, he, he could see the leg going to this dude. He says, fuck this. You know what he did? He killed the implant. The host of the implant person he killed the damn, he said, the hell with this. And I'm taking, he said, I, I saw him dragging his leg or dragging the dude, uh, you know, a big, he was a big giant. Hey, He's dragging this dude quick, off though, man. and you know he says, I'm going to get eye. my leg back now. Open eye, do me a solid, brother. You owe me a retweet yeah, of the space. Open eye was going to save my ass when I got abandoned in Vernal, Utah by a film crew. He's trying to locate my ass and shit, right? So, look, everybody's welcome here. Unless you don't retweet the space, and I'm gonna go fucking screenshot this shit and check. Don't don't doubt it. Ask Astral. No, I won't really check, but just retweet it. I like the conversation. I don't give a shit about anything else. The varying degrees of conversation, people posting shit, talking about shit. I like to pick little things up here and there, and then throw them in my shit. Right? That's what everybody should be doing. Learning from each other, unless it's Mick or Green Street, but you know whatever. So Astral, take over for a sec. And hey, open eye. I'm glad you're in here, dude. And thank you for trying to save my life in that shithole that I was stuck in in, in Portal of Vernal. Well, uh, look, man, I'm I'm trying to help everybody, dude. I'm I'm trying to save myself because, you know, with these alien implants, when I told y'all last year, right when the year turned 2023, I said disclosure's over with for me. You know, we got to uh, work on assimilation in the alien implants now. Uh, crushing them already they done did the alien uh thing you know disclosure but we're, they're going to keep on doing this disclosure because you got one side saying they don't want nobody to say anything because they don't want to bring up the alien implants and assimilation see we're living in assimilation y'all the u.s government is even in the news people are simulating us they're telling us what we have have to think in our mind let me ask you this okay and anybody else in here? So, since you got to speak, let me ask people this. You mentioned simulation. I'm going to mention the holographic, right? David talks about some shit like that. Anybody in here have any idea what that means? Does that mean we're seeing some shit like we would picture a holograph? 
Or is it something entirely different? Oh, I can comment on this. Do it. I think I know what OpenEye is talking about. So, um, within quantum mechanics and quantum theory, because that is basically the the brass taxes of it is it is to do with defining and summing up our entire existence and the very fabric of our reality, right? Like, that's the real simple way to explain it to anyone who doesn't understand that kind of thing because it's complex. And what they have discovered, the scientists that are working on quantum computers and things like that, is when you zoom in really deep beyond, like, even microscopic level, effectively, what they've learnt is there is this, like, computer-like code that is in everything around us, and they can't describe what that is about. So, the theory, at least the, the running theory, is that the world around us is a simulation of some kind. There's even been shows like Rick and Morty, which have done discussions about this um, popular adult cartoon TV show, and like the suggestion is that we're in a very advanced simulation and all of this is like some kind of a test to us. And, you know, once you, you know, pass on or whatever, then you get added back into the cloud or whatever for a wee while, and then once you are ready, once you've had your life review and all that kind of thing, then maybe you can look at reincarnating, coming back to Earth, and doing this all again. And if you also look into the work by Dolores Cannon, she's a hypnotist, um, her daughter does work as well, her name's Julia Cannon, um, she has talked about a lot of this stuff as well. She talks about a very uh, interesting hypnosis technique. She worked with um, the guy who created Ericksonian hypnosis, and they created a quantum healing technique, and they discovered using quantum theory that you can heal yourself, allegedly, of, you know, existing trauma that you have, existing problems that you have in your life. You can heal yourself of that, you know, generational trauma, all of that. But the key thing you have to understand about this whole life experience that we're all on is the entire thing is about waking up and realizing 
in this kind of game of life, if you will, what you remember from your previous life. And sometimes people have residue, they have bits and pieces that they remember from their previous life. There's been some fascinating stories I've heard of kids even who have been born with knowledge that they shouldn't have. And it's very bizarre. Um, open eye, I see you want to chime in. But hey, guys, yeah. means, okay, go ahead. Going, hold on, since we both have went. Since Astro, I think well, he's, he's in there using the restroom or something. I don't know. I'm going to remote view his ass. Do me a solid, though. <laughs> you need well, to get some control, Astro. You're, you're the host. Oh, you're the co-host, right? So one of the two, right? Do me a favor, guys. Retweet first. Astral, uh, you're in charge, bro. So this shit better have 200 people when I get back. Yeah, uh, well, I'm trying to get into specific things of which, which you was talking about. Now, as far as reincarnation, uh, a lot of that's bullshit because the only thing they got to do is take a brain off of somebody and put it in your brain, okay? And then you got memories. I've seen it what? done. Yeah, they take somebody's brain that died during the war. They recycle the body, but they take right, instead of discard. I need some. I need some like links that shit, <laughs> I need some links there, brother. You need to post some links in that shit. Here, let me do this. Well, here's we're gonna reset the room. This is what I want to know. Since no one mentioned it, and someone did mention it earlier, this is the shit that I'd like to know. This whole article that came out about David Grush, PTSD, all these other things that people are saying pro propagating that shouldn't be propagating. What I want to know is this. How does it make you feel about what your government's willing to do to keep this a secret? Something that's a non-plane type thing like PTSD, it's not a del delusional disease. You don't have a psych psychiatric break, right? So if your government, someone that you've literally gave everything to like David, is willing to do some shit like that, what do you guys think? What else is out there? What do you think else they have done? Murder? Suicide, right? And by that, I mean a a astral. Well, they actually murdered people. What David said was they murdered people to shut them up. And everybody, I was scared to even take photographs. When I was doing my research, I didn't want to take no films, no photographs, because I didn't want the men in black after me. And I'm glad that David Crush, when I was watching when he said it, he says, look, I done seen where... Uh, or her, you know, firsthand knowledge that they murdered people, you know, to shut them up, whatever. And when that came out, I was glad that he did that because if I go out there and say it, you know, you know, I'm not part. I'm, I already know they've been doing it. That's one reason why I don't uh, take photographs when I do research because I don't want them to take me out. Because if I go as, as a whistleblower today and I'd be one of the best ones to go off of Twitter. Because I know the most about what's really going on. And uh, I could say, look, I could go to a place tomorrow and take photographs of a big starship f going down, you know, in, in the ocean. I or this, what That's I not a whistleblower, this. though. No, here's, <laughs> let me put it to this way, man. Uh, look, here's what we're going to talk about. I'm the person that knows the least about this fucking topic. I hate this topic. I'm not going to probably stop. I'll probably fake quit a dozen times. But uh, every time I think I know shit about this, I don't know shit. 
I just kind of take a step into the deeper shit. And then I'm like, oh, fuck. Not only did our government know about some of this stupid shit, what do we think MK Ultra and all that stuff is, right? They, all these things are in a fucking twine. So here I am, <laughs> thinking I'm keeping my, my reality real, being real, doing the things right. I get lost every now and then. Shit, dude. People are not ready for what's really going on. Abduction. AHI. Things with these, 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 right? Because again, they're having trouble digesting nuts and bolts. Matter of fact, they're having a lot of trouble. Some people would actually let PTSD or the fact that, dude, why would he lie? I, I, there's so many reasons I can tell you that he's vetted, right? Besides SSO and all that. I'm not going to go on that shit. I'll say this. I need a t-shirt and I want the fucking t-shirt that says I was in the crash retrievals before it was cool. Christopher Wolford. There's like four or five of us, man. We need that shit. Well, look, uh, old vet. No, I want wait, old vet. I'm gonna tell you that. something. This is uh, old, this, hey, this is open eye. Hello? Hey, you're gonna hey, have to leave. I can bro. hear I you. Wait, but I can hear old <laughs> shit. Wait, what? <laughs> I can hear you, Shane. Hey, what's up, Shane? I can hear you. I can hear you, Shane. Look, um, I am. I'm actually uh, filled out the paperwork as a whistleblower. Maybe that's what's going on. Hey, what was that? Would you call me, man? Open eye? Would you fucking call me a glitch? No, that was me. I said this. This shit's been glitchy as fuck lately. These spaces. I know. I'm fucking around, man. Oh I my bad. Jokes aren't that funny in spaces. Wait, great. It doesn't matter now. Yes, you <laughs> should apologize for ruining my really good fucking joke. I really mean that. Open eye, do me a favor. <laughs> Leave the space and come back because you're breaking up and I can't hear you and shit. After this, know what he's talking about. He's not a tech guy. Yeah, he's out right now. Uh, but I'll say this about OpenEye. He, he says all this stuff, but he never has any information to back it up. And it's just like, you can, I can only take so much of it. It's just like, what the fuck? I appreciate it. I appreciate everyone's experiences and stuff like that. But he's, he said in the past that he's got like implants and stuff. And he just said that he could take a picture of a starship. Hey, and check up, bro. Do it, dude. Not my like, first rodeo, but here's the thing. Here's the thing, brother. I was there where you were before. And then one time, the aliens brought me to Vernal, Utah for a film shoot that went to shit. That dude was trying his ass off. Doesn't matter if we met up or whatever. To try to help me because he was there for something, right? He was just busting his ass. Hey, meet me over here. Didn't happen. But I was like, man, I need to fucking smack myself around. Realize, look, I can tolerate a lot of shit because I tolerate myself every fucking day. And I can promise you, dude, I'm literally the Midas of shit. I don't know why. I don't know what the fuck I did. Before I forget, I had a question for you, Shane. Um, and you, you've probably said all this shit before, um, you know. But uh, have you ever just like flat out just said, fuck it, I, I accept what's going on and just like trying not to like let it bother? I'm sure it's disturbing, like based on what no, I, I have. And I, the problem is this, man, for people such as myself, and I'll be, this is the thing that's crazy for people such as myself who come from whatever, let's say, let the wounded warrior come from shit. Sometimes you're looking, uh, how do you say, for more than what's always there. So perhaps this continuous experience turns into a fucking God right? Something I know is I could see that in a lot of people. I could see why people jump over the edge on this because when you have nothing and something shows up, this is so stupid for me to say, dude, but at one point, my only motherfucking interactions and friends were aliens or whatever the fuck is here. That's not normal. And again, if you understood everything that's still going on, no one would believe me. It's not fucking normal. Like a year of interacting with something, I even asked myself, hey, if this shit just stopped, would I actually be kind of sad? And there's a chance I would be because 
it's been such a fucking huge part of my life. And regardless of how shitty and traumatic that's been because of that, I'm here doing this stuff, which I'm in a better place. My life kind of sucks, but I can deal with it. Right. Before I didn't, I didn't have shit to deal with it. I wasn't able to because every person who's coming from shit wants to be something else other than that shit. I am. doesn't matter if it's weird or because it's UFOs or this or that I'm connected. I'm that I can deal with this shit. I have support in some form or nature. So you can both have shitty experiences with this stuff. And, and yeah, I've accepted it. But then every time I accept it, I fucking quit. I break up with it. And then when I break up with it, like the other day, I had my fucking wits end, right? Just kind of the PTSD thing with the eight David. It hits a little close to fucking home. One of the reasons I left the service is because they kind of did similar, not comparing the two. Three days prior to me quitting for the 15th billion time, I'm outside. I'm just, it's two in the afternoon. Two. And I'm fucking sitting there and I'm like, just chilling. Said, you know what? My life's better because I don't have to think about this shit. And I actually was there. And then I see a column of birds, is what I'm thinking, way off in the distance, just going in what looks like a circle, keeping the same formation, but it's kind of going in circles. And I just keep watching them. I'm just like, wow, this is pretty crazy. These birds keep doing it. And I don't notice, wait, they aren't even flapping wings. I start thinking to myself, okay, but, but could be some updrafts. It could be some kind of, but whatever. You know, that doesn't mean shit. And it's so this formation spin around each other. Like it almost looks like a, I think it's the, uh, they look like a top almost. It looks like a top, the formation. And so I'm sitting there watching. I'm like, okay, what is that? Is that birds? The wings are black. What I thought were wings. And what it looked like is a fucking, um, boomerang. And so these things were spinning, but they were spinning on a rot an axis with a funky thing. So they were spinning while spinning around each other and they never left the formation. But what I did think is this, that could be a human, um, literally a drone swarm that, that I don't know exists because I couldn't hear anything. And it was like two to my, my death perception so far off, two to 5,000 feet, 2 PM. And all I could think is someone else has got to be fucking seeing this right now. Someone else. That's all I could think to myself. And I'm sitting there. I didn't bother with my camera. I'm just sitting there watching. I'm like, okay, it's not birds. I'm seeing glints of like what seems metallic every now and again. I can't tell what it is. And all I can think, is that fucking drones? And if it is, what? And it just keeps doing that. It doesn't do crazy shit. Just keep nonchalantly going around until it's out of sight. And then I'm like, fuck. I need to know what that is. So I go get on MUFON to see if other people have seen it. And I'm just, it pulls me fucking back in every time. And then I'm posting at like 2 a.m. because I can't sleep. Think, you know, thinking about romantic things like fucking... Project Monarch, Nazi mind control, things that normal people think about at 1 a.m. <laughs> Astro, damn you, you wanted this space. You've talked for less than 10 seconds. I promise you, bro, if I have to turn <laughs> this fucking space around. Sorry, I was listening to Open Eye. <laughs> Is he still but, in? I mean, if anybody wants to jump up, uh, I mean, we they kind of got into a lot of the contact stuff. Um, you know, like CE5 and Heist, I, I feel like, uh, do, do you have a sense that like you, that if you tried to ignore it, they'd be like, nah, bro, <laughs> like you got to pay attention to this or it's like steering you back to You're talking it to me because like they that. do. And that's the shit that drives me miserable. And no one would ever fucking believe me because I've quit it so many fucking times. Hell, there's people like, uh, 
Toby, shit like that. That I've said things to like Toby. This would be cool if this is legit. For like example, when we just got that whistleblower type shit at the paper, I said this is cool if it's legit, but I'm hoping it's not. And he's like, why? I said, bro. How does this fucking make sense without something dragging us right here? Then you add, you know, my obsession with grassroots peoples and Hanford, what yeah, class talks about, right? The grassroots people team here, things like that. People, things that people were laughing about and mocking me about months ago, all fucking parlaying out. And I can promise you, I'm only going through that shit. I can't quit them, bro. I can't quit them. I don't know what to do because everywhere I go, I spent a lot of time the first year because I had to. Pretending it didn't exist, just not looking up. Guess what? They always show back up. And I and it's I don't know what the fuck it is. Sounds weird. Sounds fucking unbelievable. And I'm gonna go with this. There was a minute I thought they were my salvation in the way they were. Jim Simony Van. There's something here and it's fucking with us. It's having its fun with me. And I gotta either figure out if I'm taking bait and it's just feeding on my shit because right now. I can't see anything that makes any sense other than, yeah, I just got set the fuck up, bro. Man, I got aliens punking me. Who else got that shit? <clears throat> yeah, that's rough, man. Like, okay, so, like, they show up and stuff like that, but do they, are they ever, like, hostile? Like, like a poltergeist-type shit? Like, they, they can, like, touch you and, and shit like that? Like, or, no, here's like, what I got, though. Fuck around I your house, you much. Here's what I know. I have one experience that I know there's missing time from, and December 17th, trust me, I remember the date because it was a close-up experience with a fucking orb. I remember taking the video and I posted all the videos. Like 10 minutes of video, I'm just like, is this moving? And it kept getting closer and it's in front of these trees. And then what I do remember is taking another video shortly after what I thought of it going another direction. And if you go look at the timestamps, there's some missing time in there, right? And I didn't think shit of it. Didn't even notice it. And then... <laughs> I think it was, I went to Vernal, had my first dream. I was fucking, this dream, I was being dragged out of bed by Grays and kept repeating. Didn't have another one like that. Fast forward to about three months ago, I started having a repeating dream of the same fucking thing that I've never heard of, seen, or kind of seen somewhere. That doesn't make any sense to me. So it's a constant thing. It's like, there's something there. I can't see its face. It almost looks like a gray, except it has tentacles coming off its head like the dude from fucking uh what is it uh it's a disney movie pirates of caribbean right but it's coming out of uh, off the back right and it looks like straight up octopus tentacles Fuck i can't tell shit. what it's doing but it's pointing at something and it's pissed that i can't see that something and it's continuous every time it's always pointing and it looks like it's fucking mad because i can't understand it and it stopped i mean i don't know if it stopped but that's where it's at right what would you do with that and it's over and over and over. And I don't, here's the kicker. I don't dream at all to the point that I don't remember any other dreams besides those two because for like three, four years, weed's part of it maybe, but those are the only dreams I mean. I, I remember and it's like, do I talk about that shit? It could be multiple things, right? I don't know what the fuck that is. It would make a little more sense with the amount of intensity of my experience and stuff, but it's not something I sure as fuck want people to think about me or know about me or to be legit because again just because i think it's this <laughs> mill labs is probably a legit regardless of the name was changed you know our government's been fucking with people for a minute and blaming it on aliens that right they do that shit that oh fuck melinda's in here synchronicities fuck right 
I'm telling you now, dude, all of this on David right now, everything that's going on is because the government's so intertwined in some shady ass messed up shit that they got or is intertwined with whatever's here. And I mean that by like MK Ultra Delta, these type of things, as well as if you had the ability to utilize a test bed that was invisible that allowed you to take people and just blame aliens because you'd be crazy. Wouldn't you fucking do it? We know our government would with less. So to think that they ain't pretending. So we got to start asking ourselves, which ones are the real abductions? Which ones are them? I can't speak well on that. I'm learning about some of this shit just now. Because again, I wonder, I don't know what's legit. I'm going to say is I just keep talking about it. And it's like trickle of people like, oh, this dude lost his fucking shit. But man, I don't want to talk about this at all. But here I am. What yeah. else can you do, man? Like, I could imagine if one just, like, kept it all inside, then you would be fucking jumping off a cliff somewhere. Because, like, how else could you, you know, you gotta, you gotta have some kind of outlet for it. You know, but, like, um, there's no doubt that our government is involved in some sh shady shit. I mean, I don't care what they say. Some, they fucking killed JFK, and that's why we still haven't got the fucking information, even though it's supposed to, supposedly should have been released already. Just as simple as that. And the, the list can go on Green. and on. Not just in the hey, United Sean? States. You know? Let me interrupt you, Matt. Sorry. I'm one oh, of us is probably me. My internet's screwed up. John, go ahead with what you were up to. And then Astro's going to take over first for the real time because he said he's got a whole thread full of information he wants to talk about. Oh, man. No problem. I'll keep it short anyway. Thanks for letting me jump up. Um, I just kind of had a thought about a couple days ago about like the the missing money, you know, like that was talked about in the hearing. And I, I kind of need to go back and re listen to it again. Because I can't remember if Grush commented on that, you know, if he said like, oh, yeah, the money got turned into cash and then cash got lost. Or if it was like, I mean, I don't know, is it like a like a, a bank account possibly in like an offshore uh, money manager type account, you know, like these kind of guys that... Uh, help you know the ultra rich kind of protect their money around the world various ways but since it's like offshore oil i mean offshore um, money managers like these people are kind of like highly specialized uh at and skilled at what they're doing um and i guess one of my fears is like if it's if it's like in a like an offshore money manager's hands and you know I mean, yeah, it's good. it seems like it would be uh, pretty tricky to track down. And I don't know, because think about like all the Epstein money. Nobody knows where it's at. I mean, maybe he was working together with like an offshore money manager. And like if, you know, assuming that Epstein had like the some of the top money manager uh, people and then assume that you know all this ufo stuff all these projects you know all this lost money is also handled by uh similar kind of people then i don't know man it's like makes me kind of question if we're going to get answers on those missing money so anyway that's just a thought i have but i'm driving so i'm, I'm gonna shut up thanks hey thanks and hey melinda came up thanks melinda did anything i say struck you i i'm pretty sure some of that did because you're literally the first person I heard about this shit and started researching it on. Mill Lab. Uh, one more thing on that uh, is 
if it's in like a bank account, then that means, you know, the way bankers work, they can do fractional reserve lending, which means they can take that like a lump sum of that money and they can lend it out multiple times and fund additional projects. Hey, it's, it's Melinda. I'm just, uh, uh, it, can you guys hear me okay? And I've never done, I've never busted into one of these before. <laughs> I'm sitting hey, in my car up on, up on Airport Mesa in Sedona. For those familiar, I was watching the sky. I had to cancel another tour tonight because it's uh, too cloudy. Um, but anyhow, no, uh, there were a couple things. I, I wanted to comment on the money thing. Whoops, hang on. I just, I bumped myself out. Hang on. I don't know what my, okay. Again, I'm not used to this. I should not touch my phone if you guys can hear me. You're still good. You're here. Okay. I got you. Okay, very good. I, I just saw my Bluetooth in my car. Okay. Um, regarding the money thing, no, no, no. It's not offshore. It's the improper use of the SAPs. It's the, uh, the special access program, a wave special access program, and, and that money being funneled to these, uh, corporations. So that's what Gresh was talking about. These, how, how the money is funneled by the government to, to do these things. And it, that's out of control. So that's a huge issue that needs, um, Congress to look at and the Senate to look at. And, um, because it's it's the money being illegally illegally used without congressional approval. So that's what he was referring to. It's the lack of congressional approval and this money blindly, you know, going to these reverse engineering programs and, and you know, all the various programs dealing with managing the subject. So uh, my understanding and listening to it is that's exactly what he was referring to, is that misuse of that. Um, if anyone knows differently, speak up, but that's my understanding. And um, can you still hear me okay? You can. Keep on going. Okay. Yes, and I agree with you. Yeah. So I think that's – so to answer that person's question, it's, it's not the offshore accounts or anything like that. It's literally just, you know, the governmental bodies blindly giving the money without congressional oversight or a few people in Congress waving it, you know, what, I'm not exactly sure myself in great detail how the whole SAP thing works, but it seems that it's being done without congressional approval. And, and again, I would need to go back and listen myself, but that's my understanding of exactly what he was referring to. Um, and again, someone else can comment if they know more. Um, and then regarding the, the, the mill apps, now, uh, Often things are misstated about the, the Millab stuff. First off, I, I, I've really come to dislike the name because it's been so misused in the community. But a couple years back, I threw in the towel and realized there was no way of getting away from the name. And maybe it was not trying to change it so much because I did for years try to change it to say covert human involvement in abductions and abductions and get, pe get people away from the Millab term, but then I thought, okay, since it's so known and so ingrained, maybe it's about correcting the Millab term, and 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 I'll take that opportunity now, and then I'll I'll bow out and listen to you guys. But thank Wait, you. did we lose her, or is that just me? Oh, Hold up. Can you, I can't hear you. Is it just me? Can Can people hear me? Yeah, I can still hear. Uh, okay. Everybody can hear me. Okay. Yep, I got you. 
Okay, wonderful. Thanks, guys. Um, yeah, I've never done this, so I could be doing it wrong for all I know, but I'm just trying to, like I said, leave leave everything alone as long as it's working. Um, anyway, so so the Millard stuff has never been, and, and, and there's people out there putting out incorrect information on this, and I could name names, and it's very upsetting to me because I've been doing this research for 35 years, and as well as having my own personal experiences with it. And in my research, it has always been that it is alien abductees, because they've had real extraterrestrial experiences, or at least I'll say NHI, you know, I'll, I'll go into that, I'll play that game like we don't really know exactly what it is. I get it. Okay. So, but non-human, people with, individuals with non-human intelligence involvement then get targeted by covert uh, covert operations, covert human organizations, which are either military or paramilitary in nature. And, and so it's like covert military, covert intelligence world. At, the same guys probably involved in the crash retrievals and reverse engineering programs. I, I think there's a whole management, you know, the breakaway civilization. You can use all these terms. That there's this component of very covert black world activities that manage the subject and its interaction uh, w with us and, and, and the perception management and everything comes into that. And I think that there's a lot of crossover into mainstream government in that there are people who look the other way, who know that this is happening or know that there's funding. And, and so I think there's a lot of looking the other way for a long time. And these programs have very much gone rogue and are on their own. But, again, just going back to correcting the, the MILAP term, I just felt like I should jump in and say something uh, in support of my research for all these years and people who've had the experiences. I've worked with hun hundreds of people that have had this happen. And... Um, and again, in my research, it's always been alien abductees, or you know, extraterrestrial abductees, NHI abductees, because of their very real experiences, they're getting targeted, they're having harassment, surveillance, monitoring, they get picked up and interrogated and have follow-up medical things and et cetera, et cetera. It can be very um, pervasive in their life because it can start to be like life manipulation. Um, and and it, so, you know, uh, I've had quite a bit of it myself. I've worked with cases that have had a lot more happen than me, and I've worked with cases that have had a lot less. So it's kind of a, you know, it's not an all exact. It's kind of a, a scale of activities. But, but it just means that there's a covert human interest covert programs interested in the abductees, mostly for their technical information, sometimes for their uh, biology, you know, genetic information, that kind of thing. A lot of it's for their technical information uh, that they may have received from the ETs. And, and then they, they have this interest in this manipulation of their life and, and, like I said, being picked up and interrogated or having harassment and surveillance. So, and the... the the original abductee who coined the term Milab said she was not only having abductions by 
extraterrestrials, but she said, I'm having abductions at the hands of the military. So she came up with MIL for military and AB for abduction. And that's the history of the term. And then a well-known, well, not a well-known, now known in the community author, Helmut Lammer, uh, and his wife, Marion, who were looking into it, asked that ab abductee, which was Kay Wilson, and they asked her, can we use this term? And she said, well, yeah, I just came up with it. I don't own it. Yeah, go ahead. And so, so he wrote the book Millabs, and you know, so, and um, and but it, but it's actually existed in the abduction phenomena for a long time. That's how you know uh, it, it was. Kay Wilson realizing she was having the experiences and realizing she was talking to other abductees that were having it. Uh, you know, and then there was myself and many, many others. I mean, and it's continued. It's it's not stopped. Um, I've always maintained that it's like 40% of all abductees have some level of covert involvement, and uh, and about 10% have really in-depth, maybe even more than that. That's being extremely conservative. But I don't have any real numbers other than the people I've worked with. Uh, you know, I'm just kind of throwing out, I'm speculating. Well, Melinda... Was there is there any factor or characteristic that would be able to tell the difference between a human one and an extraterrestrial or not? Oh yeah, there's 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 a whole list of things. It, it requires really diving in to understanding the the research and the experiences. Um, it's a whole list of stuff. Um, the environment you're in is a human environment. The uh, the abductees are very clear that when they're in an ET environment. They're, they're all, there's like these commonalities of traits to an ET environment, um, whether you're, you know, whatever that is, usually on board ship of some kind. And, uh, and when they've had that experience versus when they have this. But there's all the harassment surveillance. I mean, I was just reviewing. I, I have a gentleman, um, long story short, a case, um, that he had a motion-activated camera in his bedroom and filmed this guy in the middle of the night walking around, you know, in known, like, military-issue kind of shoes and stuff. Uh, not typically known. It took some research to get into the fact that he had these camouflage type of shoes on that are used only by special forces. But he had a motion-activated camera pick up these guys walking around his room. You look at it and you go, there's absolutely nothing E.T. about that. But he is an ET abductee that has had these guys show up because he's had ET experiences. I have another guy that had a, a voice-activated um, tape recorder and recorded these two guys waking him up during the night, drugging him, moving around in bed, and then walking around in his room. And he's, rec he, he's recorded them like four times in his environment with a voice-activated, you know, um, sound activated, you know, tape record. And so he's recorded that. This other guy just happened to have the motion activation and caught him, uh, you know, walking around in the room. And so it's like, and taking something, he, he had um, recorded them the night before. Whoops, you're going to have a helicopter noise. Put up my window. Um, he uh, recorded them the day before in his yard and accessing his house. He, he feels with a kind of technology that may have made it possible for them to enter not using a door or window but come through a wall by, you know, using a technology that displaced it in time or did something. But he, he, he caught this with a motion-activated camera in the yard. He made the mistake the next day of telling his 
sister on the phone that he had recorded this, and she said, oh, you know, uh, you, is it still in the yard? He said, no, 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 I, I, took, I took the memory chip out, and I have it in a safe place, and proceeded to tell her on the phone where he put it. This was a mistake, because obviously, you know, when he told her on the phone, they came back that next night, and they removed it, but at least he had the activated camera, you know. So my point, my point being, in answer to your question, is, is obviously that's fully human. Now, is it, it's in, in the case of both of these individuals, it's happening to them because of their ET experiences. So it, it's, it, it's very obviously human. These, these folks are sloppy. Um, it's almost they, in some cases, it either is they don't care that there's evidence or something left behind, or B, that that serves a purpose, because I've had to question this for 35 years, is that serves a purpose that it's further intimidation. You know, it's like what happened to, to Grush. We, I think everyone can realize, okay, it was, you know, it was unfortunate, and, that, and Ken was used, and, you know, and, but we can all go, wait a second. The real unfortunate thing is, is, and whether it was Ken was put up to it. <clears throat> You're talking about the article. That yeah, just that came they, out, yeah, right? exactly. They either, yeah. See, they either seized the moment of him putting out the request, or he was put up to it. Whatever. Regardless, the harm that it will do to possible other witnesses coming forward, that I hope it doesn't. But if someone's on the verge and they see Grush getting. Bullshit after bullshit, and now this this uh, new article that came out today, and you go, wait a second, you know these things may intimidate some witnesses from from speaking up, and that would be extremely unfortunate. Just like the the, the folks that I know that have had the Millab stuff get exceptionally intimidated to come forward with their experiences, and now I don't think the purpose is solely intimidation. I think that's a byproduct. That's that's useful um, to the guys covering this up, but I think that their involvement with these people and why they're spending because I've always said they're spending so much time, energy, money on these programs is the information they're wanting from these experiences. They're wanting what they know about the ETs and about the ET technology, and uh, and and many abductees have been sat at the controls of ships and flown them. That's one thing they've always been interested in with the abductees. In, in these interrogations, the abductees get questioned about by, by the covert humans. You know, in an interrogation, they're getting questioned about how are you able to do it, what is the functioning you're using, and, you know, all these kind of things. So what have you seen? How are you able to function it? How are you able to do it? These kind of things come up. Um, you know, it's it's very clear to the abductees. It, it, it's it's humans and human environments and human instruments and human ways of doing stuff and et cetera, et cetera. And then separately, they have the ET experiences, which are completely otherworldly and, and everything about them. And by the way, to the gentleman who was sharing his own possible ET experience and it coming forward in memories, I, I just want to say thank you, first off, for sharing. You encourage other people to. I know it takes tremendous strength and courage to do so as a public abductee myself, so thank you for doing that and for being able to, you know, put it very point, pointedly in your own language, you know, to, you know, and to say, look, you know, I, I don't know what it is, and I'm having these weird dreams. It's 
that's often what causes someone to then go get hypnotic regression from someone who works with people with experiences is to see, okay, is it just dreams? Is it stress or something else causing it? Or are you, in fact, having experiences? And, and I recommend that to you if you truly have a need to know. But you obviously, regardless your contactee, you're having sightings, you're having other stuff happen, I think you have the earmarks. I think, if you, you know, I have a list on, on a website of 65 traits that me and another well-known abductee, um, Nadine Lalich, put together years ago. We took all the best traits lists out there and combined them. And in this traits list, it's 65 traits to help someone determine. I bet you would answer yes to a lot of things on that list based on what I just heard you say tonight, you know, that you would answer yes. I recommend anyone out there questioning if they've had experiences to take a look at that. I, you know, it's completely free. I put it out there. It's, you know, it's it's made to help people. And, um, you know, I tell people if you had, you know, there's like 65 things on there. If you answer yes to like 20 or less, you've had a lot of paranormal experiences, but not necessarily ET or, you know, related, okay? If you answer yes to like, 50 or, you know, 40 or more, it, it pretty much means you've had the experience. It's not absolute, of course, um, and it even says that, you know, when you bring up the list, it says at the top, there's, this is no way, a means of knowing, you know, if, if you absolutely have this happen. But, uh, but it is design. It's a gathering of a bunch of the well-known lists out there and putting them together in one to help people really say, what are the common traits? And then I have, I have a MILAB list. Um, I'd have to think about where that is out there. Uh, I don't think it's on the website, but but I usually tell people the MILAB list is like 30 traits, and I usually say if you've answered yes to a significant number of the ET ones, then the MILAB, then look at the MILAB one. Like it only works if you've answered yes to the others. Um, and the others, again, 20 or less, you've had a lot of probably interesting paranormal stuff, but not ET-related, and if you answer yes to 40 or more, then... It's pretty significant. And I tell people, if you come out somewhere between 20 and 40, take the questionnaire again and be real honest with yourself. Have I had that or haven't I had that, whatever the, the question is, and your number will probably either jump up or down. It kind of seems like people are way over 40 or way under 20. It seems like it's pretty consistently I'm not getting that many people who are answering right in the middle, you know. It seems it, it's it, it's it was designed to help people, and it seems to work. And and uh, and and again, it's then then from there you go. Well, what do I do then? Well, then you start. You get in a support group, and you know, and you get help, and you work with a therapist, and you know, and et cetera, et cetera, and you report your experiences, and you know, to to the degree that you want to. But um, thank God, for instance, I'm in Ebon Smith Zero Group. Uh, Close Encounter Resource Organization, and I highly recommend them. Um, she's got hundreds of people involved, and uh, and she's a very good hypnotherapist. Um, Barbara Lamb has always had a support group; has been fantastic, um, and as well as a few other people. I'd have to I'd have to think about it off the top of my head. But um, have you seen uh, more experiencers coming forward because of? the hearing and, and different events that sort of lower that stigma a little bit? Have you seen more experiencers willing to come forward and talk about it? Not, not yet. Um, I have noticed a few more people apt to share their sightings, 
Um, but I haven't seen it really help abductees. So when you, you know, experience has become a catch-all term. So, um, so with sightings, yes. With abductions, no. I mean, that's the easy answer. Hey, Melinda, can I ask you a question real quick? Because i got to cut out real here. And, I, and, uh, and, and I'll cut out. I, you guys, thanks for letting me cut in. It was just between the money thing, I, I wanted to clarify on that, and then definitely the, the mill app thing. So thanks for letting me say all that. So I wanted to say the mill app part is probably the most disturbing part of the phenomena to me. They seem to be uh, very dark and uh, very traumatic. Um, not, not always. Not always. Well, anyway, so there's, they seem to not care either. Like, I was watching uh, Skinwalker Ranch the other day, and, it, you know, you got Chinook helicopters unmarked without insignia. Uh-huh. Uh, and I wonder if that's, like, the same kind of group that does, like, the MyLab, uh, you know, the, the military abductions. But the thing is, um, have you, do you think, so my, my wife is an experiencer, and... But I don't think she gets abducted physically, but she goes through everything that my lab experiences go through, but it's when she's sleeping. So I wonder, is it possible that there's like a new technology now that they can like mess with your mind and have you, you can have all these experiences without actually getting physically abducted? Well, again, in my, in my research, I admittedly kind of work with people who've had... <coughs> Again, the NHI abduction, and 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 then with the NHI abduction, are then sought after, be, you know, by these covert agencies. So it, I would not ever jump to mill lab. I mean, if if you put it, you know, if you're getting the guy like my, like my guys who are recording the guys walking and talking in their room, okay, then you know, you know, like it, 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 when those guys recorded them, they were like, okay, we I've got this other interest you know, and other people, you know, and, or, or like I've been taken with other people in a mill lab event where the other people remember it too. So then you go, okay, it's not just me remembering, it's these other people and the physical evidence and et cetera, et cetera. Um, I've had so much black helicopter stuff, so much phone stuff. I mean, I, I mean, I could sit here and I have a whole presentation about it. I could sit here and list all my evidence for it. I mean, I've had, I've had a lot happen. I've had a lot of evidence, a lot of witnesses, you know, and, but I would not, like, go there right away. I would say first explore because it is more likely to me, based upon what you've already shared and your sightings that you're having a, a great deal of, I think it's more likely that there's alien abduction stuff going on, okay, the NHI abduction. And, and to start with that, there's no reason to think covert humans unless you start having the black helicopter stuff and the phone stuff. And, you know, so there's, again, there's this whole list of stuff that will start to happen if you have that interest. And it could start and may not evolve. Some people just have the low-grade harassment surveillance stuff, and it doesn't progress, you know. And, and so there's, there's varying levels of it. And it starts with the low-grade harassment, and then it kind of over time can ramp up into where you're being abducted at the hands of humans. And But the other thing is, you know, I heard it talked about online today. I don't know if, if some of you in here saw this. Um, there was this whole discussion about um, how I, sh- I, I can't remember who on Twitter brought it up. That um, I wish I could right now. I'm just not remembering. Um, where they were talking about people seeing 
uh, ETs and humans together. And I chimed in, yeah, that's common in my research and in my experience. So when you start having memories like that, okay, then you're going, you know, then, then you start to know it's like, okay, I've got this other involvement. But otherwise, there's no reason to instantly think that. It, it tends to be, quoting one researcher in the field years ago, he said it was the advanced cases, the advanced abduction cases, the uh, really advanced abduction cases with lots of physical evidence, and it runs in their family, and they get shown propulsion, and, and they have, they've had ET stuff starting in childhood and their whole life. These are the people more likely to have the covert involvement, you know. So it's like someone is well down the road in their ET abduction stuff before the covert stuff comes up, you know. But, and, uh, and so I would say explore that for you and your wife. I think there's, you know, it's one of those things. If there's smoke, there's fire. And you guys have a lot of smoke there. So I think it's highly likely you're both having ET experiences or NHI for you know, I get <laughs> it's like saying UAP, UFO, who cares, you know, <laughs> you know, the, the, the titles don't matter, you know, that, you, that you're having experience, experiences, um, and the other thing is, you know, sometimes people are just having profound paranormal, paranormal experiences, and not necessarily ET, but if you're, if you're having dreams about ETs, Again, where there's smoke, there's fire. I, between the sightings and the dreams, I, I think it's it, it really looks like you're having experiences, and you. I, that's up to you whether you want to explore that or not. Thank you. And I just seems like abductions in my labs. Am I correct on this? In the eighties and nineties, they were like uh, huge, and they're still going. It just seems like there's like now. Uh, I don't know. Like it's a, there's a connection to trauma now. And people are having, like, you know, you get about targeted individuals. And it's more along those lines. But, yeah, we're seeing sightings almost on a weekly basis. Well, no, no, those things, all of it was always there. It just, more things got brought out and brought to the surface. And the mind control community and the super soldier community started adding their stuff. So it's, it, it's confused it. But truth is, those folks, their stuff was always there. Trauma mind control stuff was always there. Um, uh, abductions were always there, and the covert stuff. So, no, not, nothing, nothing has stopped and changed in my 35 years of doing this. There's, there's periods when I get more cases and periods that I don't, but that's probably has less to do with, with it flaring up or not, as opposed to me being out there talking about. When I'm out there talking about it and doing interviews and active in my research. I get lots of cases, I hear stuff, it, it flares up. And then there's times when i am got life going on and I kind of pull back from the field a little and, of course, it quiets down. But I think that has more to do with that and, and not a statement. I think it's just always, always been there. Um, yes, you're right. I think in the early 90s there, it seemed to increase. I, I'll, I'll go with that. But um, it, it hasn't stopped. It's kept up. And it's still happening, and I still get new cases, and certainly nothing's changed with the NHI involvement. And uh, I, I think sightings are on the increase, but that could be with people's awareness. That's one benefit of this disclosure stuff happening is 
not only people looking more, but they're more apt to report and and say that they've had stuff. Um, you know, so I think that's the, an instant benefit that we can celebrate has happened. Um, you know, it's changing people's mindset, and it will continue to. And um, and I think we've got real interesting stuff that's still going to happen this year and next year. I think we all know that. All the top people in the field are saying that. We know there's going to be more hearings and more evidence coming out, and, you know, so it's, it's going to get interesting. It already is. I mean, I, I, you guys, I've been in this field 35 years. I never dreamt I'd see any of this in my life at all. I mean, I know I've heard George Knapp say some similar words recently, and when he said them, I was just like, absolutely. I'm just like, I, I never dreamt, you know, and here we are. And by the way, Melinda? Hey, it's Shane, the guy, the one you were talking about, who was talking about his experience nightmares. You're probably going to remember me, man, Ben. Nobody remembers me. We've met a thousand times at conventions. I'm Toby's old writing sure. partner. Sure. I was probably actually supposed to go down to, uh, did, have you talked to Tom King about our vernal trip yet? I was with him. Yeah, you guys were <laughs> supposed, supposed to come to, to Sedona. I know, man. I know. <laughs> it went to shit. I was so bummed when that all fell apart. I was so bummed because I was. I blocked out. I blocked out an entire Monday to just spend with you guys running around Bradshaw Ranch all day. I'm so bummed. <laughs> yeah, I was bummed too. I only asked that because, like, literally, I've met Ben Hanson about a thousand times. Yeah. Every time I meet him, he looks at me like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" Yeah. <laughs> I reintroduced myself. Yeah, yeah. I was like, man, she probably doesn't remember you either. But yeah, that was me. I'm having those dreams now. But oh, okay. yeah, I was supposed to meet up with you down there, and I'm bummed I didn't get to. Well, Shane, I know who you are, yeah. And I, I'm really bummed you guys didn't come because it was going to be, you know, you and Dave and, and, and Tom and Tim, you know, and 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 uh, and then, uh, you know, my friend Jay, who do, you know, and uh, we, we were going to have fun, go climb it. it and it was luckily it cooled off. You know, I know you guys were dealing with some heat, but then it cooled off here that Monday, and it would have been real fun to uh, go go around Bradshaw and see everything. You know, Jay um, has some remarkable new evidence um, stuff that he's getting out there, um, and and as well as um, really mind blowing pictures of. Uh, Petrographs and petroglyph, uh, you know, Indian rock art in the area that is clearly, clearly, you know, UFOs, ETs, Bigfoot, you know, the ant people, the star people. Uh, it's, oh my God! It's the artwork is amazing, and uh, um, and I, I need to just go with them. It's apparently it's fairly difficult to get to, and I'm not in the best of shape, <laughs> but. Um, I told him, I said, I really want to go see this stuff with you, and I'll, I'll, I'll do it. It just, I'll tell him, you might need some, some patience, but I can do it. I, I'm, I'm capable of doing it. It just, it's luckily, the, luckily with the weather cooling down a little. Um, of course, we're still in August, so it still may be hot, but we may wait till the fall when it's cool, you know, and much easier to do that hiking. Hey, you know what I just realized? So look, my experience when I was just talking about those dreams and everything, I just realized. The only reason I really was fucking going to Bradshaw was as bait. And I'm not even joking. I had no role. I was just, like, I was literally going because of my experience and shit. And I was like, you know, if I'm going with a film crew, let's see what happens. And it didn't pan out. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, shit, I was going as freaking bait. That's all I was doing. Well, Taking my camera and going as bait. <laughs> they didn't think of me that way. But but I, I have, I have uh, 
two male friends that I've been doing all this investigation stuff with for years, Steve and Mike, and I've had abduction with, with them, too. And, and we had a, a, a very cool, off of Palos Verdes, Southern California, off the coast, we had a, a USO sighting together, really amazing un- underwater craft sighting. That was very, very cool. And um, but, but they used to joke that when we'd go on all these investigations, um, and then we did, did ghost hunting investigations, too. And, and doing the UFO investigation, the ghost hunting investigations, I was always the bait. So I know how you feel because <laughs> I've been the bait for those guys many times. <laughs> well, we caught all sorts of great stuff. So, well, I'm a, I'm a medium, so when it came to the ghost investigation stuff, you know, that's a given. I'm medium, so I don't know that I'm bait. I just know when they're around and sensitive, and, and then we record stuff. Thank God. You know, it's great. And then both the UFO stuff, maybe I'm bait. I don't know. But, you know, I do the tours every night, and I, I don't claim to bring them in or call them in or, or anything. They're, um, I mean, they're just here. Sedona's a hot spot. We just use the night vision and look up, and they're here. So um, we just we see stuff. And uh, and I never dreamt when I started doing that we'd see stuff every time, but we do. I'm now at seventeen hundred tours. So I, I always say hey. I've done it. I've done it a few times. Anyways, you know but what? you guys, thanks for. I didn't mean to take up all the time. Thank you. No, I'm glad you're here. And you know what? It's cool to talk to you again. I'm glad you fucking remember me. That's a win. No one ever does. Every time I, as Shane, we met like six times ago, right? Yeah, yeah. So I remember. Yeah. You know, oh, I know, Belinda. I'm glad. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you got to talk about that stuff too. I want to actually bring up too. Anybody else here want to talk about what's underneath Sedona, or Yakima, or any of these places possibly? What's up, uh, Info? Yeah. No, we have a big underground military base here. Sure. I don't know. Why. I don't know that it's big, but we definitely have an active dumb here. No, no doubt. I was just going to ask, um, hi everyone, I was just going to ask, what's Melinda's take on, or Melinda, you're right there, so I'm asking you, what's your okay. take on, like, um, I don't know, just everything, like, I, I read a lot of Rand and things like that, and it seems like the last, uh, just for the hell of it, like, seven years, a lot more of, like, the shape of craft reported have changed, so we see, like, or people talk about disc less, and more orbs, like, have, yeah. have you seen... I think it's just what's in the literature. So um, everything is still seen. Uh, I think the reports to the major reporting agencies, I'd have to look at their stats and, and talk to someone like Cheryl Costa, you know. But I, my understanding is a variety of stuff is, is still seen. There's always been kind of a top, you know, top ten list, if you will, or even a top five. Um that's remained that way for a long time. So, um, but as things get talked about in the media, people are more apt to say, oh, yeah, I saw that, you know, kind of a thing. So I think it has to do with the public's attention and media attention, not that there's necessarily more of those because people are often coming forward and saying, oh, they've seen that in the past, you know, like they're, they're talking about a past experience, not something real current quite often. So I think that has, it's just, you know, what's, what's in style, you know, it's what's in style. It's, it's what's in vogue and it's what's being talked about and, and maybe doesn't really make a statement on what's actually 
being seen, you'd have to go again to the stats of the reporting agencies to really know that. Thank you. Yeah. yeah you know, um, or maybe there's an increase in orbs and stuff. I, I wouldn't rule out that there could be an increase. I, again, I, I'm not familiar with the reporting stats to, to say if that's actually the case. Um, but maybe there is an increase, you know. I can tell you on my tours, on 1,700 tours, we're seeing the same stuff. Um, I will say years ago we saw a couple more triangles, and now we've seen some more cylinders. Um, but I don't know that that means anything because the numbers aren't big enough to really, you know, to really be having it be a say-so. You know, you guys brought down uh, – you brought up, I mean, you brought up the um, underground base out here. Can I share really quick a sighting we had out near it? Absolutely. Okay, because I don't want to take up all the time. I don't know if you guys had an agenda, and I'm, I just, I just, uh, I was on Twitter, and I'll The agenda's put, disclosure, regardless if it's aliens or their government doing it, uh, right? Okay, so, okay, okay, so that was it? Okay. I didn't know what your guys' theme was for today. Um, okay, I'll. I'll just share this really quick. I, besides doing my tours at, at night, and I also do readings and stuff during the day, um, but I also occasionally take out, like, some daytime hiking tours. And I have these two ladies on one of these. It, it's actually, uh, I think, been about a year ago now. But I just, when you brought up the underground base, I was thinking of this. We were out in that area, if anyone listening is familiar with Sedona, we were at what's called Rachel's Knoll, and it's in a gated housing community up on a hill back where we have this award-winning golf course, etc. Um, but it's back in the entrance to what's called Long Canyon. And so I have them out there at Rachel's Knoll on the hill, and we're facing, as opposed to the housing track, we're facing the canyon. And we hear jets coming, uh, quite loud, military jets, but we don't see them, cause, but we can tell there's this big mountain to the right of us, and we can tell that they're coming from behind it. And they go, any of my clients were like, where are those coming from, these two ladies? And I said, well, I think from over there. And they said, yeah, it sounds like it. And then all of a sudden, boom, they pop over the hill. But as they pop over the hill, long story short, there ends up being three jets and then there's this fourth thing in the middle of them. So there's like two jets in the front next to each other, F-18s, and one to the side. And they had the swept back wings. That's why I know they're F-18s. And then but, but behind the two jets in the front or next to the one on the side is this other thing. And I look at it, and I go, you guys seeing that? And they go, yeah, that's not a jet. And I go, so you see that? And they go, yeah, that's – and we had like a – it's hard to say exact shape because it wasn't quite, I would say oval. There we go. I would say oval. So not a sphere. It was thick. It had thickness, but not completely round like a sphere and, and, and not round and flat or anything like that, like a disc. Um, it was, oval. yeah, it was definitely oval in shape. Okay. Because I even asked the ladies seeing it, and I said, what shape are you guys seeing? And they said, well, it's like oval. You know, one of them even thought seed-shaped, you know. Okay, so there's this oval thing, clearly not a jet, clearly silent. The jets are extremely loud, extremely loud, very obvious. I mean, they're, they just came over the hill. They're between us and the rocks in front of us. They were, you know, 
couple hundred yards away and maybe at the most like a thousand feet above us at the most you know i mean they were close and very loud and this other thing with them but what was interesting is i know out where what's considered the area over where the base is and it's partially under that area but we actually have a canyon that <laughs> we had some fires here a couple of years ago when we get fires from lightning storms and whatever all the time uh, unfortunately but there was this fire back in this one canyon area and i looked up online at topographical maps trying to figure out exactly where it was and i realized there's this box canyon back behind all these hills that's you guys get this it's literally called government canyon <laughs> no joke it's called government canyon and i, I didn't know that till i saw that i'm like oh my god and and it's right behind, if you've been out here, if you've been to Boynton Canyon, it's behind the hill range behind Boynton Canyon. It's like further behind there. And and sure enough, man, th these three jets accompanying this oval, I'll say disc, but, you know, oval-shaped disc, turned and they dipped down in the canyon in front of us. And it, it appeared to me and my clients like they were evading radar, like they were following the the curvature of the hills to evade radar, you know. And and they picked up and they curved and they were headed right in the direction of Government Canyon. Now I'm not, I don't know if they were escorting something there or what the heck, you know. I mean, I it, I was just it just got me that they were over that area and that they clearly turned to go to climb up over the next mountain over, but directly in the direction they were going and they kept going until we didn't see them because eventually the hills blocked our view but um they were heading right for government canyon but it was a great sighting at the two ladies with were not into it we we're supposed to go to another location after that they got freaked out and actually ended the tour early because they got freaked out by having a sighting they were just like we want to go back we're done they talked amongst themselves i'd already gone to the car and sat in the car and they talked outside the car and came back and said, we, we want to go. We're not feeling well, this, that, and the other. But I could tell that they were just freaked out by it, unfortunately. And, and I thought, man, of all the people going on my tour and researchers I have out there, it had to happen to two ladies that would be freaked out by it and not by people who really appreciate seeing that, you know. But it, that's, you know, fortunately, that's the way it is. But uh, anyways, it, it was a good sighting, and then it was definitely right over that, that area i mean it was very obvious to me when i've told a few researchers in the area we saw them turn i'll say guess which direction they were going and they were like what like right to the base right to government canyon i said exactly you know can i ask you about a specific tour <laughs> a specific tour How, like i saw that you had a picture with tom DeLong. Did oh yeah go out on the tour and yeah, I yeah. What, what that was like yeah i took tom yeah i don't think he'll mind my saying because I asked him before I put that picture out if I could, you know, and he said, just don't use it for any marketing. And I said, oh, duh. You know, I said, of course not. I said, you know, he said his his people would be mad. <laughs> I said, I got it. You know, his people would be mad if we used it for marketing because that would, you know, not be in his legal, legal uh, you know, guidelines. And um, so, yeah, no, it was fun. We had a bunch of signs. It, it, it was him. And his wife, and I think his wife's sister, if I remember, because um, it was like, um, what was it now, like a year and a half ago? Because uh, I think it was no, 
I think if I remember correctly, I think it was in November, not last year, but the year before, if I remember. But no, it was it, it was super fun. Uh, we saw three things in formation. I think twice. We definitely had it. One, I think we saw that twice. I think we had three things flying in a formation together twice. We also had two things flying together. I think that also happened twice. And uh, and he wanted so badly for his wife. And again, I think it's his sister-in-law. I think it's. I forget who the other lady was, but I think it's his wife's sister. I could be wrong. Um, and I think it was. And uh, but he wanted them to see something so bad, and he was so glad that they did. And uh, and and that was it. We had some nice conversations. No, it was it was really super fun, and I was thrilled to have been able to take him. We were gonna, as if you guys saw what I put out there today or whatever that was, where I said, "Oh, you know, um, I uh, I'd made a comment, you know, because someone, or I know what it was. I had shared the new Peter Lavenda interview, and then in the reply to my own comment, just to say, "Hey, Tom, you know," but we were gonna have further conversations, and we never did. You know, I wasn't gonna ever bug him. I would let him call me. And uh, and that hasn't happened. That's okay, because you know. But I but we we really we we hit it off. We had a great time. So I don't think there's any problem other than he's a busy guy, <laughs> you know. And I thought maybe after hearing Peter's that great interview today, I thought maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll reach out to him. Again, you guys, thanks for letting me cut in and share so much. Thanks, no. Melinda. Appreciate it. Glad you're here, Melinda. Thank yeah. you. Thanks for stopping by. And I'm sure I'll see you again, too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Here, I'll, uh, I'll undo myself and just listen to now to whatever you guys are saying, unless somebody has a specific question or something, then I'll, I'll hit the mic again. Actually, uh, Melinda, first, thank you so much for all of that information and everything you're bringing to the space. Um, there are people asking for those resources. You mentioned... Uh, the list you were discussing. If you have any links to that, I think we would. All really yeah, yeah. That. If you go to my my tour information, which badly needs to be updated, but if you go to uh, go to the website for the Center for the New Age, um, which is Sedona New Age Store dot com, but you cannot. Okay, so Sedona New Age Store dot com. You can also get to it by going to UFO Sighting Tours dot com. So if you go to UFO Sighting, that's because that's like my sub-site on there, UFO Sighting Tours, Tours with an S on the end, plural, .com. And, and then somewhere up towards the top of the center's page, you know, you bring up the menu, and it will say, and, and actually I think it says in, in my bio on, on my tour page. So actually if you go to my tour page and you scroll down to where there's my photo and a little, you know, like a paragraph or two, a little bio, in there, it says, if you think you've had experiences, click here. It's like bold, bold text. So again, in, so again, when you scroll down in my page, you'll see my photo, and you'll see a little, you know, paragraph or two bio. There's text in there that says, if you think you've had experiences, click on that, and that'll take you right to the list. Or you can go to the search engine on the center site and put in 65 traits. I think you'd find it that way, too. But either way, you'll find it there easily. I mean, a lot of people find it there easily. So, and uh, and that's where that is. Now, my Millab one isn't there. I I'd have I don't know where I have that. I'd have to think about that. But um, but that's just the basic ET one, which 
again, it's totally designed by Nadine Lalich and I, and we, we, we took different lists that were already existing out there and combined them and said we need to do something kind of comprehensive that really helps people figure out if they've had experiences. And it doesn't tell you for sure. It's just a way to go, okay, you know. Because if you answer yes to 40 or more, it's pretty significant. Well, it reminds me of uh, what Jim Tucker has done with near-death experiences at the University of Virginia in seeing what the similar characteristics are. I wonder, what's one characteristic that you found that that is common but most people don't kind of look at? Well, um, no, I, I mean, I'd have to really think about that answer, but, uh, you know, certainly the the significant ones are like the same ones that were used um, for the Roper poll, for the unusual personal experiences when the when Bigelow paid uh, for the major abduction research organizations to tack on questions in the Roper poll, and that was paid for by Bigelow back then. Um, and, but their findings from that, you know, when they came up with, uh, was it 3,700,000 abductees in the continental U.S. alone? You know, that was the kind of numbers they were getting. Um, and it was based upon these 10 questions. Um, so I think those are still significant, but they're kind of the known ones, like um, waking up paralyzed with a strange being. And, and by the way, they didn't count your responses unless you answered yes to all of them. Um, or they had like five key indicator ones. I think you had to answer yes to the five key indicator ones to, for them to count you in the response um, that they came up with the 3,700,000. But one of those was awoken in bed with a strange being in the room. One of those was a miss, period of missing time of an hour or more where you and or others didn't know where you were. One of those was uh, balls of light in your environment. Um I'm forgetting what the others are. I'd have to look it up. <laughs> I'd have to look it up. I know those were three. I'm trying to remember. I, um, oh goodness. Uh, I'd have to. I'd have to look it up. But you know, I know those were three of them. Um, but that's interesting, though. I think those are like in, the interesting bits of data that experiencers or people who have suggested or thought they might have been abducted could look at. Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, in the top ten list, probably. Having dreams of ETs and or craft is probably up in there, you know, um, like Shane shared, you know, so having the dreams, um, having sightings, you know, uh, now a lot of people have sightings, like everyone who comes on my tour isn't an abductee per se, but, you know, uh, although I do get a lot of those individuals, but, but, you know, so again, it's not like any one of these things. Like you know, and there is sleep paralysis and other stuff. So you you have to rule those things out. But but it's 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 as you start to have more of these things. That's why I tell people, out of the sixty five traits, if it's because there's a lot of things on there that are paranormal in nature, and and they're they're kind of unique paranormal things that happen to people who've also had experiences. Like you know, we're all familiar with the hitchhiker stuff and all that. You know. Um, you know, I, I laugh about that, by the way. Back I had a lecture series in Southern California where I had the leading speakers in the field come for 10 years. I had this lecture series in Anaheim, 
It was called the Learning Light Foundation in Anaheim, and and I had every month a different speaker, and I'd get 50 to 100 people consistently, and if I had a, you know, I David John Oates and Richard Hoagland and some people that also I'd get over 100 people, you know? <laughs> and to, and there's some, I have many, many funny stories about it. But um, but I had a gentleman come present for me at least twice the name of Barry Taft. Barry Taft was a well-known paranormal researcher, and he was the researcher and the author that the book, that the movie called The Entity, so if you guys ever saw the movie The Entity, that was based upon his investigation and, and the book he wrote about it. So it's a very famous paranormal researcher. But he used to lecture about paranormal fallout, meaning people who have sightings uh, of, you know, uh, UFO sightings or abductions or anything, you know, any kind of contact experience have paranormal fallout. They start to have paranormal stuff manifest in their life. You know, I, that's one of the things I found very interesting about Peter Lavenda's interview today, which was only like an hour long, but it was really jam-packed. If any of you heard it, you'll know it was super good. I recommend listening to it. But, but in this interview I just kind of stumbled upon today, he talked about the paranormal stuff that started to happen in his life and how he used to poo-poo it and that, you know, and I, and I laugh. And again, as soon as I heard the hitchhiker stuff and I first read, you know, the book and everything, I'm like, I laugh because I'm like, I had a guy 30 years ago <laughs> lecturing for me, you know, 30 years and 25 years ago, lecturing for me about this very thing, about people with any kind of ET-related experience start or, or sighting will often have paranormal fallout. And, and you know, and whether it's just expanded your, your mind and your paranormal perception and opened you up, that now you're open now and you experience things, you know, I mean, we don't, I don't even know that Barry really knew the cause other than he had researched it extensively and written about it, and 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 it was well known. And, you know, and now everyone goes, well, what do you think about the hitchhiker thing? I'm going, I had Barry Tapp lecturing about that for me 30 years ago. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's like, it's just... um yeah, it, when you have these experiences, you have other paranormal stuff go on. Now, how that relates to my list is, you know, okay, so, again, you could have just had paranormal stuff if you're answering yes to just those questions. That's why I tell people 20 or less, you're probably having a lot of paranormal stuff go on. But, again, once, you, once you're on that list and it's like over 40 things, then, you know, because there's things on there that are very specific to ET experiences. You know, very specific. So, gosh, I'm getting a cool sunset right now. Very pretty here. I, <laughs> I'm sitting here just long enough to be able to start to watch sunset happening. It's going to get prettier too. Uh, that's one thing here in sunset. When we get cloud coverage, if it's too cloudy, we don't get it. But if we get just some cloud coverage, then we get really cool sunset. Oh, did I lose you guys? Hello? Uh-oh. Hello? Did I lose you? I can hear you. <laughs> I can oh. hear you. Oh, sorry. Long <laughs> I, was see if she, I was just going to see if Shane jumped in. Did I have everybody Matt, in deep thought or what? <laughs> <laughs> We're having a paranormal experience right now. <laughs> I had to grab my headphones. It took me a second to, like, say, to jump in there for a second. But. <laughs> I'm just here 
chilling on the sunset, man. Yeah, you must not be in Michigan. Okay, well, like storms. I said, I'll bow out. If there's no more questions, I'll bow. Thanks, you guys. Sorry, I didn't mean to take up so much time. I feel I'm embarrassed. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, it was great. If anybody else has any questions, you could stick up here, Melinda. You know, we'll keep the discussion going. Um, you know, if you guys yeah, ever want to want to do one of these on on any of my subsetters of research, you know, whether it's the you know, uh, you know. I mean, I, yeah. I think the more <laughs> I'd be welcome. I'd be happy to. If you want to do one just on alien abductions, or just on the Millabs, or just on the history of the working group, or disclosure, or you know, or mediumship, or ghosts, or you know, <laughs> just let me know. I think the more of these we have, the better. Or even just hey, astral, you know, just on astral projection or remote viewing, because I'm a trained viewer too. Oh, by the way, did you... Even the CE5 stuff. Well, I meant the remote viewing. And the CE5, we can also do that. Yeah, all that. <laughs> um, did you did you review Target 47? Did you release that yesterday? Yeah, I did. It's uh, it's, po it's posted on... <laughs> well, is it, is it, is it something... It, it, just curious if it was a, a building with columns or, or something with um, vertical... Tall vertical structures lined up. It was a, uh, I think it was like seven dice. So it was dice. It was a picture of dice. Oh, I mean, I was getting that. the rows of the, but are the dice in rows? I'll have to look. So you're doing more like yeah, you things can, you than locations. It out on my feed. You're doing like <laughs> things, not locations. The, well, the, the picture is, is it, it, it's in the physical envelope, and I put it in there, and then I reveal it. I know, so but your like pictures, a, a uh, you're, you're doing pictures of things, not pictures of locations. Uh, some of them are locations, oh, okay. but I, I, I don't think, uh, yeah. Okay. What we should be doing is fucking picking a point in Russia that's super secret, right? Putting our collective brains together and sitting that shit out there and see what happens. I'm telling you, we should do something along. Not that I know where all the secret, super, secret locations are, right? Do something legit. Listen, people are doing studies like that, right? So one step further than that, I literally talk to Astro about it all the time. We should figure out a way to do it where all of us are doing something along those lines and see if it can be something like that. Uh, I think it can. Some other people think it can too, dude. I don't know shit about it. Being too, I got these co too busy to, to work the target um, other than at one point I got this flash of like rows, you know, rows of uh, I was leaning towards like it, like either um, just anything in lines and rows, like a fence uh, a fence or columns or something, you know, but I'll have to look at the way the pictures of the dice to see if, if, if it could be interpreted that way or if I was just wrong which can very likely be the case and also, it was just a flash of a thing. I didn't really work it the way I would normally. That's right. Maybe next target I will. <laughs> no, th thanks for uh, doing it, though, Melinda. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, next time I will. Um, Thank you, Melinda. Yeah. And, uh, astral? And I'll, I'll, I'll bow out now, you guys. Um, if there were no more questions or something. Like I said, though, if you guys ever want to do something more, just let me know. Yeah, like I was saying. And thanks for letting me take so much time. I think the more of these, the more of these cases sure. that we do, the better. Especially uh, covering like a uh, like a wide range. Um, let me capitalize. Can nobody hear me? I'm stepping on, man. I'm sorry, dude. 
Okay, I can hear you. I'm not. I'm just not trying to be a dick. I kind of am. I'm, <laughs> I've been trying to say this for a minute, and my attention span only lasts. Well, give me one second. You can talk. About. So what I was just trying to say, like, after your spaces stepping up from that. What was it? A dog? We we were all worried about try, or a cat. We were trying to find somebody one time. And there's the missing be a dog. Can, yeah, there's <laughs> got to be a way we can do some crazy shit and throw it out there so that it can be like, oh shit. I know for a fact there is. The secret treasure. All the Reddit, too. You can look at it. Plus, people talk about it. When I say collectively, I mean in these spaces. Like, if that's a step up to that, just do it over and over and see see how close and good people get. Not me, for God's sake. Because, again, you tweeted, what was it? Why why don't you remove you? What are you missing from remote viewing? I said, talent? That's about right. Hey, your speaker's muffled, man. Your shit's tight. Your My speaker's second. muffled. It sucks. <laughs> yeah, get your mic on. That sucks. No, dude. but uh, sucks. I think I'm like, like I said all over again. Fuck it. There you there go. It is. Just, just everybody start fighting each other. No, we, we heard it. No, you, you can hear. You're just muffled. That's all. No. Yeah, it was a CIA, for sure. My message was on point. It was a CIA. You guys, did, I can't repeat it. So, that's a threat right there. One of the one of the cool things that. Somebody suggested one time was when remember when Colt Ross Colehart was talking about the spaceship was hidden somewhere, so they were like, "Yo, let's remove, let's remove you where the spaceship is <laughs> or like where it is." But I think like you know like little tasks like that, even though we're not you know you can't really find out, and that's the diff. I think that's really the difference in remote viewing is when you have you can actually see what the target is. Uh, but then you could do a task like their backside of the moon, which they did do and have some interesting results, but they could never confirm it. I mean, you can't confirm like really the the buildings on the backside or the bases there or the beings that you interacted with. But it was just interesting that they threw in some of those targets that weren't known and that they had to, you know, remember, maybe venture out into somewhere that they didn't know what they were getting into. What do you mean you can't confirm? Wait, wait, wait. Hold up. We're both a little different on the conspiracy theory timeline here. Wait, you can't confirm? What do you mean? Shit on the moon? I thought, dude, I thought structures on the moon was common knowledge up in these spaces. Are you, what kind of confirmation you need in third phase of the moon or scientific? I don't know. I think we do. Well, for, so for example, like it, uh, Ingo Swan remote viewed the uh they were like oh we're gonna send out a satellite uh in the solar system remote view something that we don't know and we're gonna find out and he's like there's rings around jupiter there's a ring around jupiter and they're like are you looking at saturn And he's like no there so right then and there they couldn't confirm that there was a ring around jupiter until the satellite went to jupiter and said oh shit like there's actually a ring it's like an ice ring around jupiter so you know, like there, there's no way for them to actually check it. You know, backside of the moon. I think through you know controversial means. But, there's some but information. But if it says it online, isn't it true? I, that's the assumption here, right? I mean, like when you're looking at pictures of like the structures, I saw it online. Of the so structures of the moon and stuff like that. It, it, you got to think of it like I mean, they're basically like UFO photos. You can't confirm or deny per se. But here's here's what I want to bring up. Let me bring up this. But, <clears throat> now, hang on, hang, hang on. This is Melinda again. Can you guys hear me? Go, Melinda. Okay. As far as, like, the the building where the craft is, you could get the craft, you could get the building, but then it's just how you task it 
because in in the viewing program, in the military remote viewing program, they got really good at this, where you can then go for the location, and then you can you can um, uh, a good viewer will know then that they need to back out and look at it from higher up, and so you you could get location on the globe, you know that someone could task on where it is on the globe, you know, uh, what country it's in, you know. You you could get that. It, it would take some doing. It would take a team of, of good viewers, um, but it can be done. It certainly is, is you know, the, the guys who are good at it, they did all that. <laughs> and so... So you know now, yes. If it's if it's something that it's hard then to verify, like rings on Jupiter, sure, you know, or the backside of the moon, you know, yeah, because it's it's hard to verify. But as far as getting where on the planet it is, you know, y you could go for what is the shape of the continent it's in, or you know, and you'd, you'd have to use a team of viewers and do kind of a process of elimination, knowing that some people are going to get it wrong. But you know, th that's that's why they would do it was it was not standalone it was done with a team of viewers and they could you know task them to get that kind of specific stuff it you know it, it would take some doing but it can be done yeah and cross-referencing it that's a good point melinda yeah check this out though real quick you can go look up how to build like a cosrev mirror to intensify montauk chair but the other thing that's crazy is so velostat right that helps to prevent uh, this is stuff I learned about. I accidentally stumbled into shit when I was researching. You can not only use Velostat to keep people and things out from the brain waves, you can design it in a way so it's the exact opposite, like a Montauk chair, right? It's to heighten those abilities. I actually fucking stumbled in that because I thought that was the right answer. And you can literally use the material to reverse that, right? So it's it's designed to be like a, a Faraday cage kind of, right? But you can flip it around in some way and design it so you put it on your head and it's doing what Montauk chair, that whole shit I was talking about earlier. That I, How crazy would that be? And it's like, what, 20 bucks for this shit? I'm not saying do it. Don't do that shit, man. We may be a psychic army. I don't want to do that shit. I'm not responsible. Can I just comment on that for a sec? Um, what I think we really need to do, which would be great, is a bunch of people who are psychics, mediums, all that kind of thing, need to work together. Like, maybe meet up through things like this as kind of like a modern Majestic 12 almost and start working with each other on honing their abilities because I think spaces like this, like I've noticed there are a number of women coming out all the time with psychic experience, psi abilities. There's people coming up with them all the time. And, you know, I, I know Astral's got experience in this. Like, I really reckon a lot of people need to work together and kind of as a modern kind of majestic 12 like i'm saying like kind of do some experiments together kind of you know 
figure some things out for ourselves and start experimenting with what we can figure out about this stuff because there's so many stories and you know there's certain stuff definitely that's really hard to verify as true like the rings on Saturn like there's certain stuff that's hard to verify that like hard to verify things on the other side of the moon but working on localized tests to start understanding psychic phenomena I, I think is really important and even some people who are more experienced in that kind of subject maybe training some of the people who are less experienced I mean I'm less experienced I'm sort of learning to just now through listening to other people um, and what they have like found successful for them I'm trying to become a psychic and you know from what I understand everyone has these capabilities and like the, the Gnostics actually talked about it if you go back and look at some of the stuff that they were saying they suggested that the reason that some of these abilities and, and things like that were suppressed is because they didn't want us to become like gods because like the church was over overwhelmed with fear that we could overthrow God. And it seems like the Gnostics might have been right about that. I mean, they kind of disappeared into obscurity hey, after a while. You know who knows Gnosticism? Check mm. out my co-host Fringe. Actually, you should check out the blog right there. Give her, give her a follow as well. I, uh, you brought that up. Yeah, I don't I, know that yeah. shit. It's look. I I'm gonna mention this. Recently. I'm like Gary Coleman when he ran for uh, governor. Our president was. It surrounded myself with smart people. That's what Astral here from remote, remote viewing pro, and so is uh, French on that. I don't know shit about either, and that's actually how I learned both of those. So continue on. I just wanted to point that out. You should all check that out too. Give him a follow. All these speakers as well. Yeah, oh, yeah you're up here in Alien. I was speaking to French uh, in a space the other day about some stuff. But I know there's some other people who want to speak if got their hands up. I was rude, so I do apologize. Continue on if you if you lost your shit. I get like that sometimes. Just forgive me for being an asshole. Yeah, real quick, everyone. We Gosh. could um, get uh, Melinda's list up there. Thanks to NW. Uh, curious. It's posted up in the nest now. Thank you very much, Melinda. I appreciate all of that information uh, you brought to the space. Thank you. What sucks is this. I actually, I didn't mean to step on you. Maybe it's the internet, but she said, uh, she just said something, and I cannot remember what it was at the beginning of your conversation that I wanted the key off of. And that's why I kind of interrupted you, and I completely lost it as well. Oh, no, it was the moon. So here's the thing. Before we go on, this is what I want. Ever Is John still in here? John, if he is, him and his mustache are my backup. Here's what I want you guys to think about. So, structures on the moon. 
heard the stories elsewhere all over the place. I don't want to get into this whole whistleblower that we discovered it. I can promise you the way it was, it was all natural, right? And he discusses those things in a way. He almost thinks, and this is what I just want you guys to think about. I'm not saying this is the case. Use your own filters, please. But I will say that this guy's legit, and he thinks of it along the lines of this. And you can say they're structures, but he thought breakaway civilization and then got there first type thing. But there's there. So what do you mean by that? So that's that's one of the things I want to point out. When I say structures on the moon, I think that shit legit. Not from I heard it from a friend and shit like that. Like this guy was a, a legacy was. He was in the program. He did fucking multiple jobs in the program. And if you if you got to read his jacket, you'd know have no doubt. And he was just kind of saying stuff like this. And I, I kind of started seeing elsewhere and things like that. So I, I'm leaning that way, man. Where would you guys think that is? Do you think it's some advanced civilization from elsewhere? Or perhaps a, a, that breakaway shit underwater now, whatever, you know? A breakaway civilization doing that stuff. Alien, what do you think? Yes. Um, I was going to just stand on that, but um, there's definitely everything going on, in my opinion. And I should retract the word definitely, but I think everything is going on. All the evidence I've seen, and I've seen some stuff really close up. I think everything is going on. We know that there are companies and that have worked in secret for a long, long time. I used to look at UFOs and UFO history, where the craft seemed to uh, represent near-future technology constantly, <clears throat> like the airships before airships, and the ghost rockets before rockets, and winged uh, Delta Wing before Delta Wing. And what I realized, I, I did a lot of research, is I started with the uh, airships. And there were airships before the uh, ghost airships that we talk about. And they were used in the Civil War for um, observation by the South. The South had a balloon core, in fact. But they didn't um, do the blimp the uh, blimp design. They did more of a classic kind of hot air balloon design. And I kept wondering, why did they have weird-ass shit like bat wings? You know, were they trying to, were the aliens trying to appeal to what we thought was near-future technology? But I, I realized in every government probably in every country, there's going to be an Elon Musk type, someone who has a lot of money and is willing to put together secret projects in the interest of the country. So I bet that the, uh, and there's a lot of cases like this. There's this wonderful case from the 80s where a guy saw a uh, aluminum kind of uh, Tic Tac and a guy was wearing a baseball hat and walked up the stairs back inside and left. And the craft lifted up and, and left. And it's another one of those where it seems like there is a country within our country or countries with technologies way past what we, we thought possible. But simultaneously, it's kind of like with the psychic issue. I know that the mind connects to everything and everything must have a connection to everything in terms of physics. And the researchers I've worked with think the mechanism will be found in quantum uncertainty. In once we make it no longer uncertain we'll see this mechanism and it's there's always been this weird connection between psychic stuff and ufos and if the psychic ability this ability to resonate and connects to anything if that's real in physics 
then that would be something an advanced civilization would do as well. And that's why the aerospace companies love, uh, you know, intuitives or psychics or people who can display phenomena on a regular basis because they know they're getting glimpses out of new physics. Phenomena historically has always represented the first hints of a very powerful foundational new understanding of our universe. So that's how it all kind of fits together for me. And uh, this Peru case is amazing. It's the same beings as the Vegas case, I believe. <clears throat> and they're also using the STEM, you know, space, time, energy, and matter smearing where they, you know, it's kind of blurred when you try to look at them. And they're not being affected by bullets. If you remember my uh, Vegas stuff, uh, you can only hit them divided by the amount of uh, time smearing they do, basically. They smear themselves across space, time, energy, and matter across a period of time in a way that doesn't violate um, conservation of data and energy laws. So when they shot him, it, it only was like whatever the division of that smear was. So there's all this crazy shit going on. It's real. It's here. And I think underneath, there's a pressure cooker cooking all of this stuff. And that's existential, eschatological uh, dangers that are around us now. We all kind of feel it. And the government feels it. Uh, you know, I think the scientists are pushing disclosure because they know something else is going on. Uh, there's a big threat to our planet in the near future. And we see it with the climate already happening and stuff. So that's my oh, personal, you know, summation of it for whatever that's worth, you know. It's worth a lot, dude. Let me tell you this. Thanks for being here, buddy. So two things you had, well, one thing you said that made me think of two different things that I kind of learned from people on UFO Twitter. Some of them may be in here, right? So we're both... So we are simply different expressions of the same fucking thing. But that being said, I did a really subpar space probably given the subject for Lieutenant Thomas Bearden, uh, the one human problem. And what he's kind of talking about is using consciousness thing, right? Like what if it being base level, us we're all different expressions of that thing, right? So other that's that become sentient, the whole game is to up-level the other, right? It would almost mimic a control system, what's going on here. Hey, we're going to show you a blimp. Here's a blimp. Here's the propulsion system. Here's that. Because the end goal is always, they're not even different. We call them there, but if the end goal is that, we're all consciousness. So that alien is us. God, I know it's a, it's a real brain spark, but I promise you, if you go check out my subspar spa uh, space about it, you probably will still be clueless. Do some reading on it. Thomas Bearden, he's got some great papers on ELF, which is some really cool stuff you can tell your families about with MKL. So don't tell your families about that shit, actually. It was a joke. But he got really in-depth on this, right? So he, and it makes sense. So if consciousness, God, all whatever you want to call this thing is, it's... The same thing over and over. Turtles all the way down. The end result is trying to get trying to get us there because there's that in us and them. Does that make any sense or am I that high right now, Astral? No, I, I think you're that high, but I I I look Ow. at consciousness different than uh, <laughs> than the phenomenon. I think consciousness is in relation to it, and one of the main ways in which communication takes place is through like altered states of consciousness. I think there's a relationship there. Um, I think there's three, it's almost like three types of consciousness. Like everybody has their individual consciousness 
there's like a global consciousness, which is actually studied by uh, someone named Roger uh, Nelson, who made the Global Consciousness Project, which looks at larger scale events with random number generators and if there's something. And then there's like a universal consciousness, which is like underlined, which is like underneath everything. And Buddy kind of referenced it as well. So I, I think there's like kind of three levels to it. Look, man, in my space, everyone can have their opinion unless it's different than mine. No, check this out. That's what I'm saying. Like Gaia, like that's the thing. Whatever Keel talks about, all, constant, call it whatever you want. God, all these different things. Whatever we, whenever we do the gateway tapes access, that's it, right? That we're all different expressions of whatever that fucking thing is, right? That's all I'm saying. It'd be the equivalent across. It's a mind fart, man. You got to think about it. So if you smoke some, like myself, it's easy. So if you guys aren't high, you're not going to be able to follow me. It's I'm not high. I follow you. Nice. See, it. what I'm saying is I agree with you, Astro, and you're, you're not up like, here I yet. I didn't agree <laughs> with you. And I'm like saying, wait, I'm agreeing with you. Like, I don't think about that. Trying to block me and shit. I'm like, wait, man. I'm, I think we're saying the same shit. I'm just saying this. Whatever's out there, if I, in my opinion, said we're all different, everything, matter, everything, different expressions of that. And then you take what Bearden's talking about, and if you become sentient, he's just saying, take take it or leave it. Go look at my paper. My uh, assistant quit, whatever. Go look for that paper I posted somewhere, right? I'm saying, like, what if you become sentient, and all there is is leveling up other motherfuckers? to that and then once you get to that you're like oh shit we're all that you're not aliens you're not that you're just that electric barrel consciousness whatever we access there's a lot of levels to the onion you know and there's a lot of uh, hypotheses about the origin of our universe but none of them from all of these brilliant genius scientists none of them includes a fact that we know for certain about this universe and that's life none of them include the possibility that in 300 years, we could become creators of universes where creatures could evolve to the level that they could create universes. We're deep towards that level already. And this well, is bigger. Deep, bro, check this, this out. This is dude. bigger than simulation theory. Buddy, this is bigger, you're right. David yes, mentioned. Hear me out for a second. Hear me out for a second. All right, go. This is bigger than amplitudehedron. This is bigger than embrane. This is bigger than simulation theory. All those would be inside of this because. In a universe where it's built to be conducive for life that can become creators, you would find some very specific hallmarks. Like you would likely find a universe fine-tuned to be conducive for advanced intelligences that could create universes with advanced intelligences. And once you accept that basic premise, that means we're not the progenitor universe because we can tell this universe is fine-tuned, solar systems are suspiciously built to be kind of like incubators for life. There's all these things that make it very suspicious that this universe was not created to be conducive for life. Even psychic abilities, the ability to bend the laws of the universe is something that you would put into a universe to give uh, intelligent life advantages. So this is super heavy duty stuff. And what would happen is fairly instantly, there would be an effervescing of universes bubbling at such a rate and in a way where a beginning of the universe doesn't matter it's meaningless there is no beginning because the time scales are different 
you could create a universe where they go through their entire, you know, 47 billion years, but it's only two hours to you because it's a different scale. And if I built a universe like that, I would send little beings in maybe or things in to investigate my universe. Maybe maybe UFOs are, you know, slices of the, you know, the creator can't jump into our universe, break that scale. Like we can't yeah, but literally that's what jump. I'm saying. What's a creator? And here's what here's what I'm trying to point to. David. Yeah, David Grush actually mentions dim uh, dimensional beings, right? So check this out. You made a comment right now about time. It's just a matter of dimensions. So for us, it's flowing one way. One up, you know, you can kind of see all of that and access that. And as you keep doing that, it gets to the point that you can actually see access and, and pull from any moment at any time. It's all happening. And we wouldn't see that any differently, right? What do we do about the fact that this sounds silly, but some of these NHI that tend to crash, let's say, 1933 Italy, they look a lot like us. I think they call them Nordics. You know, things like that. Or you have this, what is it, the Adamansky Foundation. You guys should check up on shit, that shit. I know people don't like to do it, man, because again, those same NHI are repetitive. That's what you got to pay attention to throughout history, throughout story after story, almost identical in what they're wearing, how they look, that blonde Nordic. And they're always trying to help us. And there's stories about treaties with such Nordics about help because they, they want to help us spiritually. But why? Are they the predecessors that are here, interdimensional? Or, and is, it, is there also a negative interdimensional here? I think there's a negative shit here. That shit's, yeah. What about everybody else? Well, if you look at the free research study, it like human type beings were 50% of the contacts with non-human intelligence. And then it goes into the greys, the reptilians, the mantids and all that. So the, the, um, you know, primary being that people have experienced, you know, regardless. And I think that's a lot of the communication that's, that's been there is, uh, basically like a concern for where humanity is going and that, you know, some people are looking at like a disaster or like an impending disaster that even Bigelow's uh, to, to an extent looking at that right now with the research that he's paying for is like uh, it, uh, mediums and uh, people who are contacting the other side through experiences and channeling and stuff like that. So he's looking to try and like just get a whole bunch of those type of experiencers together and then compile that information just like melinda was talking about earlier with uh abduction type of experiences bigelow is looking at that from a medium and a channeler perspective to oh my say, God. oh thousands of experiences together let's see if if you know a hundred people say in the next 20 years something's going to happen on the west coast you know something like that pops up that that stands out i think you know, it's pretty crazy type of research. Wow, I got to reach out to them because I've had that those experiences and um, very interesting. Is that still going on now, or is it already done? Do you know? Well, it's it's yeah. So the the projects were submitted from researchers who were working with like groups. So I know I met somebody at the Roswell uh, conference that I went to that was it, working with the Monroe Institute, and there was a group with the Monroe Institute that were. Uh, compiling like their dreams and experiences for the the Bigelow research, so they like had to sign a waiver and stuff. So the the research is already underway, but I would imagine after 
the research comes out and which would be in like the next year, I think by the end of the year, um, and you can go on the website, I'll post it in the chat. Uh, I would expect another round because he funded the near death experience essay contest for like a million dollars. And so this was like $1.5 million. It was like five or a hundred thousand, 50 to a hundred thousand dollars of research for each project. So he's, you know, I think he's willing, he's got enough money too. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, and I think it would be important to link you guys up. That would be cool. Hey, real quick, too. I actually want to say, everybody, do me a favor, retweet the space. And Fringe, actually, I want you, since I was talking about negative and positive dimensional beings, interdimensional beings, you want to talk about Gnosticism a little bit on, on both aspects of that? Because a lot of people, you know, believe that. I was actually going to do a Wounded Warrior promotion, but man, I don't want to take support from them. People be like, I ain't going to donate anymore, Astral. That dude lost his mind. You know, uh, Shane, you give me way too much credit on that Gnosticism stuff. So when I did that website, I had just gotten out of uh, Bernhard Gunther's uh, veilofreality.com um, soul embodiment class. And I was knee neck deep in it when I wrote that website. Uh, so you're giving me way too much credit. Post the website up in here is all I need you to do. Because I can talk. I can tell you that right now. I probably should have said that. But... I was trying to, I, look, I talk a lot, so I was trying to kick it to other people and be like, man, maybe I've been talking way too much, and I couldn't remember if I've been talking, so Astral's trying to save me, and I was trying, you just left me, left me out the hang right there. For well, me. I Thanks, so, you know, to get to what Astral's saying, I think this is what he's talking about, you know, as many, many abductees, I guess it's probably pretty well known, you guys got to remember, or you don't remember probably, but all I know is I get ripped out of my bed at night by the aliens, and probably now this MK Ultra stuff's coming for me, but, um... You guys know a lot more about research and all the players and, you know, all the disclosure and stuff than I do. But, you know, abductees get these cataclysmic. No, not necessarily. Tell everybody. I, I need you to tell everybody what Velostat's used for because <laughs> I brought it up in a different method, like a reverse method. Like it could be used to focus energy. So explain what that's for in, in the community, what it's used for, please. Okay, that's then I'll, I'll change the subject back to that. Actually, I wanted to ask you about that because I, so I wear Velostat a helmet made of Velostat every night. I'll, I'll post a picture up in the nest for y'all to see. And I do it to thwart the technology uh, the, of the non-human intelligence. And it's actually a human intelligence as well. Um, it seems to be pretty effective. It has not stopped everything, but um, I still wear it every single night because it has actually stopped the worst of the worst of my experiences. And uh, I'm very interested, actually, in this reverse thing that you're talking about, because heaven forbid I'm reversing it, and I don't even know it. So I'd love to hear about that. And the Velostat's just a Faraday Look. material. Yeah, and that's what it is. And well, because it can, it basically keeps shit in, out, reflect. You know, Faraday, right? So check this out. I'm, I, I at that time was getting a lot of information from a lot of people. And I took that piece wrongly and plugged it somewhere wrongly, right? And I start just looking and looking and looking and and I start, well, I'll be damned. I don't, I'm not, don't, don't know if there's plans for it or anything like that. You can design, use that material and design it into a helmet so that it focuses the same energy the Montauk chair does, all those, all those thought projects. I was like, I'll be fucking, I don't know how. You'd have to figure that shit out yourself. But if you think about it, because of the material, and it's really about design, and here's an example, just bear with me. Uh, you take the 
these mirrors I'm talking about, right? The Cosrov mirrors. We upgraded the shit out of them to Montauk chair and to a different way to focus it. I'm sure that keeps getting upgraded. And I'm not saying that's patented or legit, or but you could use any material. I'm sure you could, if you knew how to design aluminum foil in the right way, you could put it on, right? And I didn't know that that kind of material was used to keep shit out. So I was trying to apply it for some other shit, right? But you could design it to focus time energy whatever they do for the other shit i'm like oh damn you can but you can do that with a lot of things i'm not some fucking super genius aliens put that in my head right well yeah just one thing yeah make sure that shit's on right though don't be reversing yeah, i was gonna shit. say one thing real quick is uh i my consciousness my lucidity has gone way down since i started wearing that velostat so that's just one thing to think about if anybody else wants to give it a try Personally, I like my lucidity. That's my problem, though, man. I end up doing it, and no one will ever see me again. I'll be back in 1942 because I've accidentally had a time machine on my fucking head or some bullshit. I'm the opposite. I want an enhancer. Yeah, dude. I want want something that's going black. I'll tell you what. I'll send you what I had. Literally, you can use any material, but the the thing with that that material, it's so easy to get handy. The thing is, you're going to need a design engineer or someone that can design it because, again... I'm not saying the shit's that easy to do. What I'm saying is, you know, the mirrors did it. We eventually figured out Montauk chairs and some other things, but it's, the material could be made in some kind of, maybe it's a bigger ass helmet or some shit like that, but it's made to focus. So if you keep an energy out, that material can also do the opposite. Designed to focus, pull more time energy in. So all of those abilities get focused. Look, let's go let's get that you don't have to quote going. me let's on that, that but go ahead quote me on that put that on news nation man right now yeah let's get it on the market that's uh that's something i'd be interested in that's for fucking sure <laughs> increase my lucidity well however i have it is decreasing mine and it's not good but it's a price i have to pay uh you know hopefully it's temporary i don't know so yeah that's the thing too and please guys don't everybody go out trying to do this shit because i don't want to decrease increase stunt anybody's lucidity what i'm trying to say is this i just because of what i know now to be legit stuff the government takes serious cia papers on the mirrors the psyabilities the healing from shit like that like if people knew like i am the worst at talking about some of the shit unprepared but when these mirrors were first designed this is the legit shit there's a whole book and it's so hard to get get unscribed i think and find it consciousness and something Khazarev Mirror, the guy who designed it passed away. He was some genius, but he figured out a way to focus time, energy, because they're all the same thing. And so somebody comes along later and they actually make these mirrors and then at the North Pole. And the place they did it, no shit. Not later, not right then, UFO activity just popping like they're looking for something all the time. These experiences that they were having within these mirrors, and they found that children were the ones who are really enhanced at it, you know, just good at it. So these experiences, these pe- these weren't just, well, they were able to time travel and they were there th- type things, right? Others would see the same things. Others that were outside of the rooms would see things that these were manifest in front of these people, right? And so this, this is all way above my scientific explaining. So go check that shit out. But the point is, when they left, they found out that it didn't just stop. Because some of the things that they were also accessing, they call them the tall whites, uh, white faceless beings. It, the, a lot of people compare it to the, 
they were accessing the Akashic record or that consciousness type thing, but they would see Syrian symbol or not Syrian symbols that we would uh, see in uh, ancient times. I'm going to say like freaking, oh man, I just had it on the tip of my tongue. Begins with an S maybe? Hieroglyphs? Bab- Yo, no, Babylon and shit like before Babylon. Uh, Sumerian, thank you. Sumerian. Sumerians. Yeah, Sumerian script type of thing. Things that we also see on Tic Tacs. Uh, symbols, shit like that, right? Rendlesham so, Forest. When they, yeah, well, when they leave, this is what I'm trying. Thomas, when you're next, hold up. Thomas is going to be doing a video on it. I don't know how soon. This is what I said I wanted to do a video on. So check it out. These mirrors legitly have paperwork shit all that done. So all this stuff these starts happening. People's psi abilities start getting enhanced. When you leave, the ability goes with you, but the attention as well. Now, you need to ask yourself, okay, sounds hokey, but if our government thought Russia or anyone was getting a step on anything, psi, you know they well, sure they did. And South Pole, Operation Pegasus. The reason they use the poles is because Though the permafrost actually free uh, has, I guess it freezes time. Is that what it is? Now, please bear with me if I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. There's more time there thawing out, right? So they put them in these locations. Well, it stands to reason our government took it seriously, and we're gonna fucking America upgrade that. So what I'm saying is this: a lot of people. Garrett was in here earlier, spot on on shit, right? Uh, I'm gonna tell you this: Montauk incident bullshit. Everything, but the Montauk chair isn't. We got to differentiate. The guys who were involved were pedophiles that they were talking about. Yeah, that's all true. Montauk incidents, mostly bullshit, except for what kind of happened there. Like, so what I'm led to believe is this. That chair's legit. Of course, it's some upgraded thing. And it has the ability to focus. And I'm sure we've upgraded it since that. But in some of the stories they talk about, yeah, like Operation Superman, uh, Andrew Pato is his name. He talks about... In the, I think it was that. They, in the Montauk chair when they were using it, uh, often the person that was there had the enhanced psi abilities, had, had a child next to him to nurture their abilities, to kind of pull the abilities off of them. Like, this sounds so fucking crazy. No, Shane, you're not fucking nuts at all. No, like Vampire? No, like, yeah, dude, stop. Yeah, why should you say Vampire now? I just think, thank God I'm crazy. So it's legit. Like, he literally talks about, like, whatever psi abilities they have, their source or whatever, shit like that. And then I actually posted a picture on Twitter one day, said, hey, is this legit, the Montauk monster? Because I found it on a website, and the story was, it's all bullshit, except that chair isn't. And there was an incident with the chair right after the Philadelphia experiment. And they had to shut a bunch of shit down because whatever I posted was rampaging. And from there, they kind of figured it out, enhanced, and fixed it all up. So I imagine you're right now, Space Kids, where's Garrett, man? Throwing me softballs. I never got to talk about that. That dude's my hero, man. So Space Kids, you know, uh, Scott Andrews, all legit shit because MK Ultra wasn't necessarily about the breaking of people. Shit. Space kids were literally designed to communicate with NHI. David talks about communication with NHI. Their sole purpose was their psi abilities to communicate with them. And some of those kids left the programs after being brainwashed, which is people think, oh, wait, what? This is so crazy. Guess who else talks about that? Bob Lazar talks about it. Lear talks about it, too. They say that when you're at Area 51, Sometimes you have to go to their brainwash program and you come away not remembering shit because 
of something you've seen, shit like that. Just piece that shit together, and it's like, holy fuck, dude. So these kids, 12, whatever age, they wipe it. So Scott, Scott Andrews, analogs, space kid, unaware of contract, all this shit, takes some of this ability with him, takes the attention with him, not, not even knowing about it, any of this shit until I stumble upon it later. Man, I hope I don't ruin his best fucking seller by giving some of this shit away. I hope none of this is fucking right, too. Everybody be like, this dude's Spoiler right. alert. Yeah, no shit. So, but this is this is out there. If you go public records, this is shit that's, if you piece it together, I hypothetically think this is Scott Andrews type shit. And Garrett pitched that shit earlier, and I wish he was in here, but I'm telling you now, these kids took that attention with them. Now, I also post, I'm giving away all these puzzles together, so I also posted videos of an incident with a gray, an abduction with a gray, where he starts talking, okay? And they start having a conversation, and he lets him remember. That's important for a reason. Because that's some other shit that happens. So they get their attention. Now we wonder, we, uh, let me ask you this. I would think, Scott, whatever this Scott Andrews guy is, he pissed somebody off within the government and they're trying to stop him from doing some shit, right? What if the goddamn, whatever it is, whatever he was communicating with and now continues to, what if gave him some shit knowledge of some shit he wasn't supposed to have in a way, right? Almost like some cloak and dagger shit. Do you think the government would want people to be able to communicate whatever some of these are? This sounds wild, but it's going to be out there. And not all of this is right. I'm just trying to piece together shit that's out there with what we've done with the programs, things like that. And like literally, Scott Andrews would fit that there. And if you go through some of these pieces, shit, I, I wonder what... What he would have been given? Like, what would the government... Havana Syndrome is also, also a form of what? Those waves, right? Those electric waves. Our government went from teeth to do... They could probably fry our brains with a phone. Fuck, I'm a conspiracy whack job. Take over, Astral. Oh, wait, Tom, Tom go up, ahead, bro? dude. I'm just listening to myself. I'm like, this is shit that I... It's out man? there by the CIA, and it sounds so whack. You're going to be my my main informant because I know you want me to make a video on this, and you, like I only know so I like I don't know very much about it myself actually, so it's going to be a learning experience for me too, which is even more exciting. But um, yeah, I had a terrible day today. I didn't even get to check Twitter like at all. I didn't get a lunch break. I worked for like twelve hours. Uh, I hate my day job. Shit is toxic. And uh, vacation starts on Sunday. So uh, I'm really hearing more uh, to listen than I am to speak, obviously. I, I, Dude, I couldn't even tell you what happened in UFO news today because I didn't even have time to check it. But I'm happy to be here nonetheless. Well, I'm glad you're here. It's hard you had a shitty day, but I'll tell you this. Yeah, it was ass. Hey, look, one of my favorite movies, and I don't give a fuck if people judge me or laugh right now. Annie, for a reason. For the song tomorrow, bro. Go listen to that. It's a great movie. You either cry. It's a great movie. Good. Tomorrow, bro. That's it's the way to get through every day. Cause look, you can have a shitty day, but you always know that tomorrow's gonna be better. It'll still be shitty, but you always know. And plus, dude, where else you can go? You go bullshit and come talking about this weird ass shit with conspiracy nuts like Astral (laughs) all day. (laughs) Send pictures of our toes to each other, right? Make everybody happy. Here, I got a question for you, Shane. Yeah. I got a question. So as far as the Montauk. Uh, situation is there a definitive connection between what what went on with that and maybe some of the themes that are found in stranger things look 
here's what I, yes. Here's the connection. What people need to understand is Garrett was right. Montauk incident's bullshit, but what I'm saying is the ability to focus sci- these the Montauk chair's legit. Right. What it created, you don't want to have... All that I'm talking about here is stuff that's literally out there, been released by the CIA, FBI, DLA. I promise you, I'm not telling you shit. Change is made up. You've I say that shit for my family, right? So my point is this. You can go look <laughs> and find these things, right? Over and over and over. That's all I do. And this is probably why I'm mentally ill because all day, every day, for my answers, that's all I do is, hell, I woke up and it was going through Project Monarch because if you go through oh, and you yeah. see CIA, DLA, or you see this paper from here all saying and pointing to one fucking thing that's unbelievable, do we keep doing what everyone else for the last 90 fucking years have been doing? Said, oh, no. Even after the church committee came out and they said, yo, guys, yeah, they've been testing on our assholes too, yeah. You know? Hell yeah, aliens are real. So it's like, shit, most of the paper, I have a hard time because like that that whistleblower, that, that legacy guy, right? One of the things he talks about, Bob White's material, you can go and look at fucking papers that are released by the CIA where they're, mar and it's almost identical. Go look at Bob White's material. Look it up. I'm not going to show you where it's at. You can go to Project 1947, also look at analysis of different materials, right? But if you go look Bob White's material and look up the Denmark UFO crash, the fucking materials are both honeycomb, identical in shape. It's classified as a UFO material. Bob White's watched the shit happen, right? Bob White's material, too, as well, I'll tell you, is was fucking pilfered and was taken to, you know, the whole contract that was they were talking about i'm gonna say that let's put it this way a big chunk of it was taken to uh how put off and sun and they're working on that for some stealth reverse technology bullshit so that bob white material if you go look at that which is a piece right and i'm not saying you have to believe me what i'm saying is this how how many things do we get do we have to do that with before we're like okay wait wait that's legit and a lot of it's fucking like marked cia fbi and it's like wait how long has this shit been out here and journalists have been but here's the killer guys hmm. i'm on one but journalists you can go look this up too cia it's in the all those records and i think on my twitter i've got a one of the things i am good about even if it's not shitty about re-putting the information back out is absorbing it so i try to put out links and stuff like that and i actually got the different um collections that you can go look through mk ultra do it man and you may stumble on shit, and that's what I do. Shit, it's all right there. And it's like, wait, what? One of the things is reporters, journalists. Used to be common. Plants, people on the payroll. That happens. Wasn't that long ago. Shit, we bitch about shit like that, too. This stuff's so fucking nuts. Church committee didn't even have any convictions. That's how mess messed up that whole MK Ultra shit was. So it's like, I think this is far, far worse because they, they thought they got away with it when no one got busted and they just changed shit, right? Names, what they did. Don't even get me started on Timothy McVeigh, man. Like, go to my thread. You can go look at, there's a, it's, what's it called? Terror in the Heartland, some shit like that. Timothy McVeigh had a fuckload of dental work. He was part of some special cohort, special unit that were being tested. One of the dentists... You can connect to actual uh, Puharic or Puharic, his last name, who was the designer of that fucking tooth thing, right? 
One of the common side effects of elf technology use, so you're a conspiracy asshole, elf technology use is because it ruptures DNA and RNA, is viscous liquid coming from people after their death. Doesn't matter how they die. Well, after he was killed in Terre Haute Prison, which synchronicities say my dad would happen to be a prison guard there at the time he was murdered. Uh, so this dude had that shit dripping from him, right? But you can trace all this back and go look at other public records and kind of be like, wait, what? What's, what's happening here? So they use the range of hertz and they can essentially do quite a bit of stuff. You can fucking even give people diseases with it. There's papers on the shit. You know, w would that explain researchers dying from cancer a month after, you know, a lot of things that sound conspiracy, but it's a 90-year cover-up of aliens. They've had the tech and some of that tech's super gnarly. Some of this, biology, shit. I can imagine that's why Mill Labs exists. Whatever they're doing with some programs, like they talk about Dolce and shit. I don't know, man. All I know is, I know I sound like a nut job. Go read the papers. CIA, DIA, all these papers that exist for a reason. Hell, I want to hear somebody's opinion from in this room, so I'll shut the hell up. Because I can talk about this shit all day long. I look, where's that meme? Charlie, that's what I fucking look like, I bet. All day long, piece of shit together. So, my point is, uh, anybody in here... Uh, what's, fuck, I lost it. Trying to make a fucking unfunny joke. Damn it, Shane. Uh, all right, anybody else all got right. something? Hey, Shane, so you... I heard you say, since we're on this topic, did you say the Montauk monster did not exist? Because I do have a couple of very strange... Uh, no. Well, no. I said this. I said, no, the Montauk incident was probably all bullshit. What I'm saying is the Montauk chair existed. When they tried it out, some of that shit happened, like the monster, the rampaging. Uh, that's kind of shit. That's kind of uh, looking at it. That might have happened. Like something might have opened. But that being said, something might have opened. We can also go and look at NASA's website and look at the very real portals, boom tubes, these whatever that exists all around our globe because hey guys academic papers say astrology is real our government no one else wants to take it seriously they don't know why ley lines and all these have energies but yeah so that exists i didn't mean to interrupt you but yeah no i i think i think i posted a photo of someone said hey is this the picture of the actual mind? it's blurry as shit don't get me wrong but i i was like wait because that was in the post by dudes like this happened this happened this was all bullshit. It was literally an, a, a, an advancement of the Philadelphia experiment, what they learned with the harnessing of said energy. And I'm not saying all of that was real, but it keeps evolving and they add to it. That's what I was trying to say earlier. They, they take from this and that, make this chair. Psi abilities, the ability to communicate, time travel, portal. And that portal opens in this, right? But then you start thinking, okay, that's bullshit. Except, what about those little portals that they say open at skinwalker ranch and some shit like a wolf werewolf crawls out right or the bridgewater triangle shit like that i didn't i think i kept talking so go friends i'm sorry no i was just gonna say because some of the a couple of the beings that are involved in my abductions are 100 percent the stranger things monster and i didn't even know about that show you know when i was coming across them and these are the same beings that call me by a number so i have some really weird um i guess coincidences when it comes to that project so i'm going to look into it a little bit more 
You're a lifelong abductee, correct? Yeah, friend? unfortunately, uh, three and a half years old was my first experience. Well, my first uh, experience I remember. Wow. Yeah, I, I know a lot. I've, there's things that I'm, I'm hearing coming out of you that just like there's familiarity there, you know, being called a number and such. I've I've heard that from some people that I'm friends with in real life that are abductees. So I'd like kind of like made my hair stand oh, really? on the Okay, bit. so just real quick then, yeah. without taking up too much time, I've been searching since I've been on you with both Twitter, which to be honest has not been that long, but I've been looking for any other abductees who are referred to by a number, and I only just found one last night, so I've never even heard of this before. I'd be really interested in, in touching base with you on anybody who might be open to communication on that, because it's definitely, it seems to be unique. I'll talk to them. Yeah, I'll see. Um they're not on Twitter. These are these are people that I actually grew up with. But I will uh I'll talk to them and see what I can get out of them. Yeah, for I you, appreciate for sure. that. I found one uh gal and apparently it's an MK Ultra um thing. So I found that out last night. So here zippity doo dah. Yeah, it sounds like a fun oh, time, shit. right? You know what? <laughs> Man, actually let me guys, I don't wanna be like the connector of that i got a shitload of research i know i think i've got websites and stuff for uh, people that how do i say this man mk ultra and stuff like that actually i've got loads of resources and stuff for that because when i go all in look there's two things that i'm really good at researching they both kind of suck trauma and this before i started getting in ufos is because i left the service all messed up you know i trauma right how they're connected type shit. So I got all kinds of shit I can get you. I kind of suck at re-putting the shit back out there. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. I just keep going down rabbit holes. Just keep on reading. So let me find that stuff for you guys. I don't know if I can post it in here tonight. Because I don't know if I have that access. But I know that it exists. There's actually literally websites for people to reach out. And all that shit, man. And Because, again, that's horrific type shit. And it does happen. I just want to say, uh, Tom, if you look in the thing, I believe uh, Fringe linked it. There's a person named Penny Shepard. And, yeah, Penny L.A. Shepard. Her um, Twitter at is Shepard Out. And she is one of those people who was referred to by a number. And... She has very explicit, very detailed, graphic stories about experiments that were done to her as a kid. It all relates to Stranger Things. And that's one thing that keeps popping up. Like, 100% a bunch of this sci-fi stuff that people are putting into these TV shows is inspired by real things. I mean, they're even going as far as, you know, in, in case of extinction events, going to sci-fi writers and, and things like that to imagine what could go down. Because... The military, they don't have a very good imagination. They don't have a very good idea of 
the types of things that could happen, the types of instances we could end up in that would be like worldwide events that could go down. Um, but supposedly, um, I've even heard some people say that a lot of the science fiction stuff we have theorized because we do kind of we do kind of ask for an alien invasion quite a bit i feel like we we've got to be careful because the words we use manifest stuff and that can send out vibrations it can send out frequencies it can send out all kinds of different things that you got to be careful of because you never know what we could manifest into our reality without intending it to happen. And yeah. Yeah. Morpho to that point, uh, you know, Penny and I have had the same dream, which is interesting. Now it's not that unique. A lot of abductees have had that dream, but I do wonder, are we given, so abductees seem supposedly have psi abilities and all this nonsense. Well, have we been given that dream? And if you go want to go down the rabbit hole, have we actually been given that dream so that we can manifest it? I've actually wondered that. Uh, Taylor, go ahead. Hey, uh, so yeah, I was going to kind of revert back to um, uh, Tom and Fringe's uh, encounters, I guess. But uh, so... Mine's a little different, though. So, one of okay. So when I went to college, I met a guy, and he's he became my best friend. He's still one of my best friends to this day. But he didn't have any experience that he knows of, and that's kind of um, you know, let's allude to that. But um, that he knows of, and he went deep, 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 deep down into that rabbit hole and of the UFO topic. And he kind of got ostracized, uh, uh, ostracized uh, to a certain degree um, from his friends and family and stuff. Um, and I don't know, but he didn't have a personal contact experience. Like, I guess my question is, you think it's possible that he maybe did, <laughs> like, and and is not aware of it, you know, consciously, or um, I'm not, I'm not sure where to go with this question, but I, I think hopefully you understand what I'm saying. That's kind of a the fact that he said not that I'm aware of is really suspicious that he's aware of it. Well, no, he didn't. No, he didn't say that necessarily. Maybe I misspoke. Uh, and and um, I guess, I guess my point is, he became obsessed to the point. He became obsessed with the UFO, blah 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 blah, uh, to the point where it really helped. Uh, you know, held him back, like, um, I don't know, in the view of his friends and family, like, I don't know, I'm, it, 
look, I'm just throwing it out there. It's, well, it's, it can it's, happen. It's, you know, it's like trying to talk uh, French to people who don't speak French. And you can't discuss this topic in depth with any real understanding unless people have been, you know, initiated into the knowledge. And if you look at their research, you know, any rational person will start to come to conclusion at a time that builds up this understanding. But it's we're oftentimes we expect and we want to, to share these exciting thoughts with our friends and family. But oftentimes they're not versed in it. It's like talking about, you know, brain surgery with someone who doesn't know brain surgery or, you know, details of the pentatonic scale with someone who doesn't know what that is. Uh, so hey, it's a difficult subject to be in. Let me ask you this, though, too. Yeah, it is. But not only is it difficult, sometimes this is no shit. This is real shit that I hate. And this, again, shout out to Garrett. And I'm also going to shout out uh, Buddy for being in here and talking about the remote viewing. But Fernando, because he, he gets me on that, that video I was talking about, right? Some of these things that we're heading to, the questions. And Garrett was talking about some of the stuff we've been talking about. And in these rooms, we can have these conversations. Like Buddy, intelligent, has these great conversations. All these people up there are having them now, right? In real life, dude. So let me put it to you this way. I perpetually go, literally, my, the reason I do the circuit, I want to have these conversations, see what people really know and things like that. But we, we start realizing most people know their niche, what their, whatever their shit, you know, whatever that is. And that's cool. I get all that. But when you're an experiencer, though, or you're someone who can do or knows some of these things, it's like, oh, shit, how small a group are we? Right? So it, it's legit. And one of the things that I wish I, damn, I don't think I'm going to go look for it, but I'm telling you there's a video you guys need to watch. It's about an abduction. It's not all abductions, but it plays into the whole space kids, Akashic record, that type of thing that I was discussing. And, you know, the whole cloak and dagger spy thriller, I think that it's leading to, because imagine that we were all sitting there how long ago thinking some crazy shit like, nah, no fucking way. That existed. Hell, they've had not only crafted aliens, things like that. We know the tech alone, not all of us know, let's say the tech alone, right? If it's conscience-based, it, there's more to it than just tech. So we, we know they've been messing with that shit. So I'm just curious what other big event, absolute batshit thing, was real and you know, sounds so crazy, but you're like, wait, I have one that I think, and there's a reason. It's Serpo, and the only reason is Dodie went hard specifically at Serpo for a reason, targeting it, and then later came out and said, yeah, it was real. And that's a whole fucking exchange program with an alien race, and I'm like, come the fuck on, man. No, come on, man. What do you think, buddy? Do you think we had an exchange program with EBE? You have, I think it was... The even, the even race? You've jumped about 12 levels past my, like, research level. You know, I really try and keep it grounded and as much, you know, stuff as I can, as much science and physics and evidence as I can. And the deeper I get into the speculation zone, it gets super exciting, but it um, can, it can it's less productive for me in many ways. Um because I want to know the truth. I just don't want to know, you know, the cool stories. I want to know the deeper truths. And you guys know I've, I, you know, I'm involved in this stuff like many of you, like involved, involved. And it's, it's like an honor and a blessing. And we also are ambassadors to this 
kind of frightening knowledge to others who don't know this stuff. It's like people who don't know French are scared of that language, but we happen to know that language and we can let them know it's just a language. It's okay. Um, I also think the mental illness thing, something people really don't realize as much is people who are in these programs who have to work on black projects or even like the family in Vegas, everyone, almost everyone who has real encounter has like a little mental breakdown because it's, you know, it's, existential angst which i like a lot better than ontological shock but it's very popular now people crack they will crack and these are scientists and everyone and normal people and you could tell like that vegas family i saw one of the videos and the kid was looking like he was cracked he cracked he's like look i don't want to talk about this anymore da, 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 da. and you understand that when you you know, see it or experience it or experience it with a group of people or things like that. I'm certain that there is a psycholo a huge psychological component to working on all of this stuff, especially the more your job in this field necessitates interaction with the information surrounding you, the biologicals. Um, uh, people crack. It's, it's real. May, 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 I, may I real quick? Yeah, hold up real quick, Taylor. Yeah. I brought it up. The whole Project Serpo, because people are like, what the fuck is Project Serpo? It went to there, to that. To... So the whole point of Project Serpo is the even race, evens, and we exchange some scientists with them to their planet and this, that, and the other, right? And there are a group of scientists that are well-known involved in communicating. Dodian intervened hard as disinfo to target it at the time. Whereas he didn't, it wasn't him, but then later comes out and says it was real. This, I was trying to break, make an example. How many of those... Uh, did I lose everybody on that? Was How many of those crazy stories? You know, and the point is this. Yeah, they may sound like stories, but if you take another piece here from the CIA document or this, that, or the other, it now becomes something you need to investigate, right? Because we can say the physics and all that. We don't have all the physics. Not all of us do right now. Because time travel, teleportation, interdimensions, all this stuff. Hell, I think David mentions interdimensional what what's that mean that means everything it can do whatever the fuck it wants it's a god it's a control system it's a skinwalker you know it could be a billion different things so hell i these stories these things that have been happening what since the beginning of time shit that's one of the reasons i think there's probably so many religions and i'm not the you know oh, like yeah sure, the it's end, end all on that right i just don't well, i'm telling you it just seems pretty fishy that it acts like a god smells like a god <laughs> it's very suspicious. I also want to pay, make an important point, though. The CIA reading room is not like documents that the CIA wrote all of these, and this is the CIA's conclusion. A lot of those documents are things that were submitted to the CIA. Um, so I think that's important to understand, too. They do like the God Helmet. They go into a bunch of stuff about the God helmet and Persinger's helmet. They go into a bunch about Gateway. And some of it goes to a realistic point, and some of it goes to a point where I, I personally don't subscribe to. Yeah, and but my point is they accept them for a the reason. Real, they, they there's a reason real. they accept them because they're, they, there's a reason they need to be explored type thing. They're not just taking Mad Magazine and shit like that, right? So my point yeah, is yeah. They're, they're pulling stuff in. Hell, a lot of it is kind of stupid and stuff like that. But if you go through some of those papers, some of that shit 20 years ago, you'd be like, no fucking way. And some of those papers, you'd be like, oh, shit, we do have that type thing. So, fuck, man. It, 
you're right. Most of the good shit is burned, or they're they're hiding it. But the cool part is this: our government's throwing apps on some things. Those accidental things, like the Denmark UFO release, stuff like that, are pieces that you got to pay attention to because that you know that wasn't on purpose. It was just type of thing. And like for example, the Cosmic Mirrors. You know, you take that piece, you take the documents from here. You also take the pro, you know, Project Superman and all these, other, and the chair is essentially the same type of thing. The story's become a little more of, I guess you'd say, a kind of a woven tapestry of bullshit that you can kind of now look at from afar and be like, wait a second, some of this is real. Which pieces? And that's where it gets wild for me. And it's fun. I, I, I'm not going to lie. It's addicting as fuck. And it is a rabbit hole on some, but it's like, you know, and I'm done after this thread, and I'm like, oh shit, 10 threads later. It's all in my head, and mental illness comes lunging. Okay, but can I add just a touch of more context, if I may? Um, uh, okay, so yeah, it, the rabbit hole is awesome. It's fun. But I guess what I was kind of alluding to is like, so this guy had, um, so he was treated with PTSD um, because when he was younger, he had this spinal surgery that went up into his like um, skull cavity. It didn't go into his brain or anything, but it was a spinal surgery. I forget what it was exactly. Here's the thing, but, man. But here's, I don't remember us talking about this at all. Am I on a time machine? My point is this. Uh, it's not a psychiatric No, no, no. But I'm, I'm, you, you wait. No, no. You popped up. Look, wait. My point. You acted like you were finishing something. I'm like, wait. Sounds like you're starting something. Now, hey, listen. PTSD is not a psychiatric disease. None of that shit is. So well, where no, are you no, going? No, Please about, be careful my, in this about, room, bro. It's about my buddy. It's about my buddy, man. It's about my friend that I was talking about earlier. I'm all and confused. I, I'm like, wait, what are you doing here? Tiptoeing around some shit. Now you got to do. How long has this space been going, man? That was like four hours ago. No, no, no. It was it, no. It was two questions or two answers ago. Um, no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not trying to uh, uh, step on anybody's toes here. At, no, you're by good. Any you're means. good. You're good. I was so confused because I was like, wait, what are we talking about? And you jumped in. Yeah, like, hey. sorry. Maybe. I, yeah, you're right. No, trust me. Huh? <laughs> no, you're right. I just think the space been as space has been going for a minute because I'm like, wait, when was the last time you talked? And I'm like, what did you say? And I'm like, wait, what? What's happening? I think right it's, now? it's getting I late for Shane. <laughs> I guess so. Well, I have no idea. Well, when he jumped in, I'm like, wait, who's he talking about? I'm gonna have to talk Shane in pretty soon. Oh, yeah, dude. Dude, I'm normally bad earlier, so go on. Taylor. No, I didn't no, mean no, to be no. an asshole, but it, no, that, I'm tired. No, no, no. It's it, hey, it's fine, guys. It's fine. But my point being is. is that was the that was the the young guy I was talking about that I I met in college, and uh, he became with uh, obsessed with like UFOs and ufology and and um, whatever, <laughs> and then um, God, now I'm getting all uh, distracted here. But yeah, that's my fault, man. I came out like a spider monkey, but here, do me a favor. <laughs> You'd probably been all right if you wouldn't have said. Hey, I gotta say something right here. Like you were getting ready to come with some shit. You should have just been like, "Can I talk?" And I'd be like, "All right, cool." I thought you were bringing some shit at somebody. I was like, "Wait, what's going on right now?" I I was bringing some shit, and you distracted me. I'm sorry, man. Bring your shit again, dude. Maybe that's my, <laughs> well. Hey, now, alien now sent me to do that. Now, now shit. my wrecking balls kind of. Uh, was it? Was it for uh, CIA documents? Let me help see if I can remember. Was it for the CIA documents? Time travel, cosmic no, mirrors, no, remote no, viewing. No. No, 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 no. This is just me, me talking about my buddy, like being ostracized. 
Uh, now I'm super lost, man. I know. Me too. We're both lost, bro. Dude, hey, bro. <laughs> you're fine. I think, look, you're, oh, your buddy was ostracized. Look, I've been ostracized. I ostracize myself all the time by acting awkward like this shit right, la- right now. I have no fucking clue what we're talking about. Mission accomplished. I'm like, hey, what's going on right now? So, look, one of the things I have to deal with, actually, this kind of sucks too, man. So, packing, moving. But I also get my hip replaced. And until then, I got to smoke weed or eat edibles and shit like that. Only thing I can do because I'm recovered. I'm, I don't mess with shit like that. So, that explains the loopiness, guys. And I promise I didn't take my dose over my dosage. But I was like, wait, wait, who are we? Where are we at right now? But hey, how long have we been in this space, man? I thought we started this shit early. I'm not kidding. Can, can, can I ask my question? My one oh, dude, go. Question? Okay, so for my buddy, so he got kind of ostracized, literally. Um, I shouldn't say kind of, he did. So he, he buried that idea in his mind. And don't forget, this is like one of my best friends uh, from college on, still is. I still talk to him all the time. And um, now, though, we have this, I don't know, a renaissance of kind of uh, the idea being, I don't know if it's, I, well, shit, I don't know. Is it, is it normal to talk, talk about, about it? it? Yeah, no, is it normal to talk about it or not? Or is it dangerous? You talk, have you been able to talk even, about it before in places like this? Well... This is a very unique place, so I don't think this... Um, I know, but uh, I'm saying this didn't used to exist. And also, shit, you can look at the news now, right? I know your friend... Anybody, just right. have them look at the news. If it's on the news they're talking about, it, it's something we're talking about. It's but just, I, don't think, I, don't think that, I don't think that's quite fair. I mean, this is a quite small group that... that no, that I'm not all... saying tell everybody here. You've got to read your room, and you've got to trust people. Because, again... The people you tell may not betray you, but may think you're wacky and stuff like this. So I'm not saying any of that. You gotta your lives, your lives. But I'm saying the more people talk about, see it on the news, things like that, they should be able to come forward and be like, "Hey, maybe that shit was legit." That's all I'm trying to say. I know, but most people take that. But 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 a small town guy, he's living in a small town, like and like. Even me, like, sending him stuff, I feel like I almost might exacerbate, like, re-trigger those... Tell uh, him make anonymous Twitter and do spaces and just listen, or some shit like that, or whatever, that he, no one even has to know about, and then, bam, maybe he figures his way there. That's the only way for us right now. That's what I'm trying to say, man. Yeah, hey, okay. this is fucked up, but hey, hey, I'm your help. Here you go. Fuck that, dude. Yeah, UFO it's, clears it. It's not like, very good help. No, it's not. <laughs> UFO Twitter is it. Matter of fact, Matt talked about it today. It's like the shit that we know and bring to the table. There are no fucking pros. None of that shit. We're it. Who who else knows the things that we should be telling senators and things like that? Which I'm going to pat myself on the back. Astral that shit I told Matt. He, he's like, oh, the NDA stuff. And, and I, I didn't mean to shoot shit at him. I was just kind of like, yeah, you know, stuff they talk about in the UFO community. These guys at these incidents were made to sign NDAs and NDAs exist for a reason and they got to be handy or they're not enforceable. And these NDAs say a lot and there's lots of NDAs. So this is stuff that a lot of people are just either they're not trying to look for and they are, but this is shit that we know from these fucking rooms. No one else knows this shit. 
and and except for Taylor, he's at, he's mad as hell because he didn't get the curse about his friend. Well, no, I was I'm just trying with to you, simply. It, it, it's the internet. I, I'm fucking with you, and you can't tell. My bad, dude. I'll, I'll no, no, no. No, no, no. It's fine. It's, it's it's totally fine. But I think you're misreading what I'm uh, trying to convey. Like, I'm just saying. Like, one guy, one of my best buddies, got kind of ostracized, and and now I'm trying to figure out a good way to Bro, introduce, like, reintroduce him to the topic. Don't and then. Don't feed him stuff that gave him a mental breakdown before. No, just you, be do the, you do exactly what I said, man. First <laughs> off, mental, first off, doctors, and that's what you need. Mental health professionals, all that. But what I'm saying is this. There's nothing for us besides give him something like Reddit or something like that. Tell him to do an anonymous experiencer. There's several trusted ones, places, but whatever, to listen and use a filter. No one, I'm not saying, hey, dude, this dude needs to go have surgery in that van right now. He'll be cured. Dude, come on. What I'm saying is this. I know enough now from where I've been, the experience in person, none of this, there's no structure for us. So if you want to find the shit, there's people here now that have resources, things like that. You got the experiencer things, all this stuff. So my, my suggestion was, if he wants anonymous small town internet, bro, just try something out. Listen, maybe he eventually travels to a convention or does some shit, right? Don't yeah, feed him but shit. No, no, no. Mental we're health is about, obviously important. Yeah, we're not talking about conventions. We're talking... I'm talking about redemption for the motherfucker. Like, he stuck what his neck out. What the fuck are we even talking about? Did I take mushrooms? Wait, I'm <laughs> so lost, man. I thought you... All right, maybe I'm... We need, like, a, we need like a full rewind. <laughs> redemption from what? Well, look, that's what I'm trying to say. Is You said he's a small town. For, for redemption. Yeah, redemption for him. From from what? Because he stuck his neck out and, and was talking about alien shit like 10 years ago. And he and he got poo pooed. Uh, and that's what know, I'm saying, man. He, but but what I'm saying is he's not going on Twitter. He's not creating his own little handle and all that shit. He's okay, not but see, spaces. this is the thing. We're but, only but good at what we can do. We can't have people all, taking care of us. Well, I'm telling you right now. Well, listen, I'm so I'll, confused but, because but, here's what I want. To, all right. Let me finish this, Taylor. Listen, one of us is too high. Because let me say, I'm trying. I'm trying to tell you, there's nothing here for us. He wants redemption. How he gets that is to figure out first validation, get better, whatever he needs. Then he goes through a process like many of us, myself. Shit, dude, I was literally like him. Started a podcast, all the way, whatever. Reporter doing all this other bullshit, right? It doesn't matter. Redemption's there. My point is. None of that matters. I'm trying to tell you, there's nothing that exists. UFO Twitter's your motherfucking help, or Reddit, or some shit like that. Unless he wants to go to a doctor and just flat out say, hey, this, whatever. There's nothing there. He's, there's no kind of real therapy for this kind of shit. Unless okay. I'm so fucking confused. <laughs> no, no, no. And that's no. not you, if that's the case. No, no, no. I don't think you are confused, but I think that's completely fucking unfair. If there oh, are people so out there, so if, there are people, if there if there are people out there who have struggled with this like a decade ago, imagine the previous people, like the previous decades of people, like to just say that they need to uh, create a Twitter handle and get on Spaces is, is to me that's that's uh, that doesn't make any sense. What I'm asking for is a logical. Uh, oh, you're right. You're right. I, so I'm going to ask. I, I didn't understand. Now it makes sense because you're right. Here's one other thing I'm going to point out. Same thing. For me, 
uh, I compartmentalize my experience, my mental health. So even if I go to a mental health professional, I'm very fucking aware. Uh, come on, dude. You, a crazy person would say everything. Someone who's ra- insane, rational, knows the audience and knows to feel around, see what they can say, right? How unfucking fair is that? How unfair? I agree. It's what is the, What do we do? UAP Med, we're trying. That wasn't even a good segue, but I tried there, Astral. So talk about that for just a second. Well, I think I think this is a, a, a great starting point, right? We, we got people here that can discuss it. I think that's, to me, a great starting point. Uh, you, like you just said, what can we do? I think a great starting point is allowing other people to speak and and uh, give their input and, and just see what people like that within our lives. Or maybe... A, Maybe we are some of those people ourselves um, to, I don't know, help us kind of like, it sounds insane, but I don't know, move on or, or accept things or allow others around us to understand, uh, I guess. Maybe not, maybe they don't accept it, but they maybe understand. To me, that that's a big part of what we're talking about. Uh, right on, Taylor. Hey, we got to get to Andrew. Hey, Astro, would you say, were you talking about, I was a little lost there with you, Astro. Hey, we got to get to Andrew real quick. I didn't mean to step on you again, but I do agree with you. We were both actually on the same page. None of it's fucking fair. And I wasn't listening, so I'm sorry, Taylor. That was actually my dumb ass. So, Andrew, go, dude. Well, I think as soon as I'm done, um, hopefully Astro or somebody else will talk a little bit about UAP Med because that's um, it's not something I've checked out personally, but that's something everybody does need to be aware of. And Taylor, you can at least, um, you know, if you're not familiar with that, take down the information and just uh, make sure you go away with that. Because um, the only thing I could add to what was said, that's an excellent conversation. But I would say that um, maybe maybe what you can do, I think you said you're still that's like a real close friend of yours. So I would just keep your um keep your radar up for what he's open he or she i guess he is open to and 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 kind of get a well first of all is he aware of what's going on in the news is it and i may have missed the earlier part of that i'm sorry but is is this person aware of what's happened first of all with the ua well even the past four years like fravor and you know west coast east coast the tic tac all that stuff and if you and if you're not clear on that i would say just you have to figure out i think you are the person to best know that because you know of your friendship find you know you should know where what you can and cannot say and you don't have to go back down the rabbit hole if it's going to trigger things and if it's going to be you know if it's going to be upsetting at the same time look at what's what's happening right now um day by day really let alone week by week and what will be going on in the next few weeks i would say that that you know it's the kind of thing that Unfortunately, even if your friend wanted to stay away from it for the rest of uh, his natural life, you're not going to live much longer and have that option. And and although although most of me is is glad about that for all the right reasons, I also think that that's just that's that's the fine line we're trying to tread. If anything, if I had to take a wild ass guess, that's what the we call it the phenomenon, the aliens, the extra whatever they are. I think that's that's their big picture sensitivity. It's just trying to get this to us in such a way that our society doesn't go boom because it's so close anyway. And and that's the thing where well, how long do you wait? You know, we're waiting for utopia, the fifth coming, and you know, planetary peace before we go. Oh, by the way, there've been aliens here all along. You know that kind of thing. So so I mean, I I sometimes of the I'm, I'm, one day I'm of the camp, rip the bandaid off. The next day I'm like wait a minute, you got abducted, what? And I'm trying to keep up with that. And, you know, my homework in the past week has been to, uh, let's see, Fringe, I got to the last latest three of your posts, and I'm reading this going, oh, my God. And it's like, yeah, I'm, and I'm only somewhat familiar with, uh, with Jim Sparks and um, 
I'm not, I'm sorry, Shane. I'm covering a lot of ground here, but you know, Susie Hansen and uh, Grant Cameron writing about what are they called sky pilots, and it's like there's so many uh, how do you say this bases to cover. There's just so much um, that that is under the umbrella of this topic, and as we know, it's not all nuts and bolts. I'm not sure what happened to your friend Taylor. I really couldn't guess, except that it does sound like. I mean, it, it's it's almost like a self fulfilling prophecy. The more you inquire into it. It's inevitable, I would say, that something is, is pro you're probably going to have the experience. It's like if you're just curious, you can be like anyone, but a lot of people run up against a wall pretty quick because either their belief system can't handle it or they, they just find enough that, that they, they dodge um, on their own or they, you know, they go this way or they go that way. But I, I avoided it um, for, I don't know, 20 years of my adult life or 15, I don't know how long, just because I, I knew it was true and I knew that you know I was already crazy enough and I'm not afraid to say that crazy as a loon but i also knew that i had my feet on the ground enough had a professional job that i didn't want to dive too head over heels and then in 2001 may i'm sitting there in my office here at the university in north carolina you know had an it job and um they jammed the first part of it but for the rest of the afternoon i was able to take a little time off and listen to dr greer talking about i mean he had uh, clifford stone there he i don't remember who else he had at that event um i don't, I don't think bob solace was there but john callahan of the um FAA was there. I mean, talking about some wild shit. And I'm, I'm just like, oh, my God, because the only thing I really knew at that point was uh, I knew about Bob Lazar. So I guess to, to get back to your friend, what I'm saying is that, um, you know, there's there's people that can look into this and then they quickly decide it's either too much or they go a different way with it. I couldn't do that. I didn't have the I didn't really have the option just because I want answers. I want the truth. and I don't want a truth. What's working for me one year may not be. I've learned so much in this past year. And I will say this after what was said. I kind of hear what you're what you're saying, Taylor. But at the same time, um, you know, there's times when I, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I don't always use my own uh, name on this account um, and this account. But there's been a couple of times I just wanted to listen. So I went on like an alternate. But 99 percent of the time I'm here and, my, you know, I changed my little picture. But my face is out there. I tell my story. I don't give a damn. And most people are not going to believe what I have to say. Then again, the more that we share and realize if you thought you'd heard it all, you have it. There's going to be somebody that comes at this and you're going to think. I don't know if I can buy that, but I'm hearing from stories, you know, people on here that have seen a T3B. I've never seen one of those people that are seeing orbs and they can tell you about five different kinds of orbs. Sometimes the same people. I've never seen any of that that I know about. Do I doubt it? Not for a minute or a heartbeat. Why? Because I know it's true. And there's a lot more that I don't mean to sound like a dick, but I know it's true. It's just I don't feel like you have to experience it all to be a believer or to be an experiencer. So what I can only, I, I certainly can't tell you about your friend, but it sounds like that's that's a case of you trying to help them the best way you know how, and you may be the one to kind of come in and the more you listen and hear and hear our stories, you may, finally, it may, it may something may come across and you'll say, okay, this is what I needed to share with him, or this is probably the kind of thing that he would go for. And maybe it comes up through, does he like Star Trek? And you're talking about Star Trek. Because I think you're going to find some of these things have been we're kind of front loaded this stuff with you know with the big media and um, drip drip and all that for all these years. So you know a lot of that's Hollywood. I realize, but but you know how much went into some of these Star Trek episodes? Not just between Roddenberry and creativity. Maybe some of that was you know leaked from CIA stuff. I don't know. But I guess what I'm trying to get at is that you can you can you're you're the best person that I know of so far as you've described him to to share that with him. And although I did have two things to say real quick about Dodie and ask people a question, I want to come back around to that. That's why I stuck my hand up. But this is a little more important because of your real-life friend. In his case, 
So I think, I don't know if it's, you know, Buddy had anything else to add, but if Astro wants to jump on anybody, please share about the uh, the um, Tedro and uh, UAP Med because that is just one Check more resource. Uh, here's what I got, Andrew. Fuck, you're on point on a lot of shit. I'm glad you're here too as well. Matter of fact, CIA, all that kind of shit. But we're going to actually wrap this space up. And here, if you're just joining us, don't leave yet because I'm going to shout out my co-hosts and stuff like that. But also, if you're just joining us, this space is a little bit different. I'm still waiting for my trip to uh, Boston for my mental health type shit, right? The first what, quarter, guys, was mental health. My, my my therapy session, man. Me just bitching and whining about my, my experience and what, what I'm dealing with type shit. So you may want to check that out because, as always, I don't delete the shit for the simple reason, man. It may be fucked up, but there's someone else. It may be niche. may come along and be like, wait, that's real? Because it happens. I don't even know what to fucking do with it. So, yeah, yeah, go check it out. I'm whining a little bit. I'm I'm actually feeling better because I literally, like you guys are my therapist, just like, oh, my God. So thank you guys for bearing with me. And anybody that came out like a spider monkey, that's kind of it. I'm just, I'm ready to go dump this to a professional. You guys are cool and shit, but definitely not fucking professionals. So, uh, Astro, you guys, uh, Fringe, Tom, anybody want to say something before we part out of here? I would say give these guys a follow again, but last time I did that, people lose followers, so I'll just say, don't follow them. Maybe you'll gain some shit. I guess I'll say something real quick. Sorry I got here late, obviously. I had a, a really late work day, but just really happy that we are able to consistently gather here in these spaces on any given night, really, and have these conversations with each other. Uh, it means a lot to me. I know it means a lot to, to to probably everybody here, especially the people that are here damn near every time. Uh, Astro, Shane, love you guys. You guys are my like closest friends on here, obviously. Really happy to see Buddy in here, too. A lot of good people in here. Venny's here, who was so sweet to me last night. Thank you again for all the compliments that, that you gave me yesterday. That like, really made my night. And uh, my shitty day is ending on a better note because of you guys, and I really appreciate that. And keep fighting the good fight out there. Thank you, buddy. Hey, one more thing before I end my Hey, so if you really want to check this out, go to my Twitter. Start at the beginning. Spaces included. I can promise you, it's like the most fucked up coming of age, stupid shit you'll ever see. It's literally that's all I me doing is this talking about my from start to finish, and you're literally listening in. To me, listening to me, learn, research, figure things out, come here. And I, I tried the other day and I realized, oh my God. It's also on my UAP uh, channel. So Ryan will post that shit, all this shit. I mean, it's kind of silly. It's funny because I'm like, damn, how much did I whine about my experience in these spaces? Oh, a lot. Because my point, Taylor, there's not a lot of places or anything like that to do that shit. And it kind of, as much as it sucks, it's not that bad, man. At least you can stay anonymous if you want, right? I mean, my dumb ass, some of us aren't. But there's some faces, but you can if you want. So there's a little bit of shitty help, I guess. I'm the only one with my name here. <laughs> okay, uh, did Astral Fringe, you got anything to say before we move on? Nah, my name's Shane Frakes. Here's my social. No, I'm not going to give my social, but Astral Fringe, go ahead. Uh, I mean, just for UAP Med, because you guys were talking about it, uh, you could check them out. It's at, at UAPMED on twitter or uapmed.org and it's a resource for experiencers to uh, get it in touch with other organizations that uh, like opus and stuff like that that um, can provide actual counseling and stuff but it's a lot of the uap med stuff is to help 
medical professionals and therapists and people to get educated on these experiences themselves. So it's a big coalition of people who are just dedicated to, um, you know, getting the word out about all types of experiences through abductions or sightings and um, kind of raising the stigma away from it. So it's a really good organization. It's cool. Shane was is involved. Advisor. In it as Let well. me say this. It's yeah. important for this fact. They do not help experiencers in, in the in like a direct way, guys. That's important. What they do is what he was just saying. Outreach, making sure the people who do help us know and have tools, resources to do it. But I just want to make it clear because sometimes people confuse and they're like, hey, that's the doctor I need to go to. No, it's not that. But they are uh, one of the reasons it's no matter where it goes, it's it's its own little beautiful flower blossoming on its own. And I'm I'm glad too because it's a good fucking thing. And I'm glad that I got to be a part of it when it started too, right? Astro's like the COO. He makes $4 million a year from that. Shit, I wish. <laughs> but I'll, I'll shout out too, uh, just before uh, you end it, the space that we had earlier where you co-hosted and helped me out with Matt uh, Laszlo. And uh, just, uh, I, I feel like there's a lot of attention getting uh, that is uh, to the article that has recently been uh, talked about with Grush and his medical records and that type of journalism. And even like he's like trolling and shit, but the space with Matt, you just come to appreciate somebody who like walked 11 miles in one day to talk with as many senators as he could just to get that perspective. He's not even like trying to put his bias into the UAP stuff. He's just trying to like talk with the actual people, the lawmakers, <laughs> the ones that like everybody who wants to figure out and some people that don't even know what's going on. You know, somebody who has, has uh, been really influential in the journalism of the information that people are actually reporting on and talking about on Twitter. So it was cool to have him in a space. He's really down to earth, dude. I posted it up top. Um, thanks again, guys, for the space chain. I kind of convinced him to, to do the space impromptu, but it was a great discussion, man. Appreciate it again, dude. It was. It was. Hey, guys, and also retweet this as always. Throw shit in the space. I'm, I've got bad about that. These are archived. There's not a lot of help, but sometimes people click on this shit, and it's it gets them in here to talk about the subject. Not everybody's as, I guess you'd say, as liberal as me as far as research goes, but I'll say this, that uh, it's way darker, and it's going to suck way... David hints at it. That's what he can't talk about, I think, man. So uh, go ahead. We'll let you go real quick since you got your hand up, then we got to go. I shouldn't have opened my fucking mouth. I'm always running it, so go ahead. Yeah, I just wanted to say, you know, like, for the people listening in that are maybe afraid to speak up or are just listening in, um, I would kind of treat these spaces a bit like a lecture and, you know, come in with, like, a notepad or something like that, sit down, take a couple of notes. If you hear a bunch of names coming up that, repeatedly come up multiple times you know um write those names down because the interesting thing about a lot of this stuff is when you start to research it enough you notice that there are certain names that come up again and again stephen greer's one um alizondo you know um countless different people um and i reckon you know some of the 
the names that are coming up are the whistleblowers. I, in fact, I guarantee it are the whistleblowers that Grush is talking about that he can't release the names of, but that he said he had a list of that he could hand to them. Like, if you research this stuff enough, there are names that come up again and again and again. And there's people, you know, who have experienced things or, you know, there are people like me who have stumbled upon it by chance or, you know, have been developing empathic abilities and, and things like that where, you know, they have things and experiences they can't explain. I know me listening to, you know, a lot of people's encounters, a lot of people's stories, I'm a very um, imaginative person. Like, I have a very overactive imagination. So for me, when I listen to a lot of these stories, it can be quite an intense experience for me because it's like it's happening to me sometimes. And there's science to back that up. There's a thing called mirror neurons. You want to look into that? Like, there is science into, like, even the empath stuff and the the psi abilities. Like, Men Who Stare at Goats is a great documentary movie. Well, it, <laughs> they say... Yeah, it's a movie. It's not a documentary. It's a movie that's not a documentary, <laughs> but, like, it might as well have been a documentary. <laughs> Um, but you get what I mean. Like, I, I kind of misspoke there, but like, yeah, 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 no, it's good. It's based off of the remote viewing program. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. And, and these people know this stuff and they've been researching this stuff. And I think it says everything that top officials have looked into this stuff and they, are and still are, and still are. Yeah, exactly. They still are, and they are knowledgeable about this stuff, and they know a lot more than they are sometimes able to say because some of these projects are still going on, so they're not able to talk about them because, you know, some of them are black projects that are covered by people that are still in the military now, so they can't speak out, but yeah. Uh, I think Shane's having connection issues, which usually means <laughs> the space is going to end. <laughs> so I'll, I'll say for everybody, thanks for coming out. Uh, um, appreciate the discussion. Everybody who jumped up as speakers, all the co-hosts, um, Fringe and Tom, thank you guys. Honestly, I don't even know if Shane can hear. <laughs> always a pleasure, my friend. Yeah, always a pleasure. Hey, since we're still sitting here, before we get cut off, uh, there is a hypnotherapist up there in the nest, and I believe she also runs a support group. That's from Melinda. So if anybody needs any help, uh, just check that out. I've not used her myself, but she came pretty well recommended. Also, since we're burning up time, um, the Peru alien story at uh, Alto Nene, uh, Nane, or however they pronounce it, 
Um, I totally believe it's uh, real. I think from the footage, it looks just like the Vegas beings, and it's utilizing the same technology that stem smearing the smearing of space and time in front of them. You can see that blur effect.